I'm Walter David. What's up, everybody? Welcome yeah. to the Tuesday Show. And I'm James Chen. How's everybody going? I'm going to make sure that this is saved this way here because I think that's what it is. The presentation is saved with the audio as muted. Anyway, we have a whole month of stuff to talk about because we haven't done this in an entire month. We have been away due to Evo Japan. And the week before that, we had Gerald on here to talk about history. So actually a whole month of stuff. But we can't do that. Right. Too we're much not going to squeeze everything Sorry. in there. Yeah. So instead, <laughs> what we're going to do is cover the most important stuff, starting, of course, with this, which just happened, the Evo 2019 lineup reveal, the games that will be in there. We'll talk all about that. That'll be, uh, that is a big set of news <laughs> right there. That's for sure. There's some interesting stuff coming out of that. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about Evo Japan and Japan generally and the tournament and results. We'll talk a little bit about other tournament results. We'll talk about some Mortal Kombat news and other news. We'll chat about some drama, I guess. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff that's you know, been going on. Again, a lot of a stuff. A month, a month, a whole of month, stuff. a yes. whole month. Uh-huh. But I have on my Evo jersey from 2010. I have on my Evo shirt from literally a month ago. Oh. Well, I have my Evo shirt on from literally a month ago also. Oh, dang. Look at that. Okay, okay. I was planning to reveal that later, but instead (laughs) it came right now. Uh, Anyway, let's talk about the Evo 2019 lineup. Yeah. Okay. Well, obviously some shocks. Obviously some good news. Obviously some unfortunate news for some scenes. For sure. And it's always going to be like that in some respect. You know, I... Evo maintains that it can't do more than eight or nine games per year. Right. Um, you know, to the extent that's true, then that's, I mean, that, that's what they go with. I mean, the thing I don't is, know. I mean, to be honest with you, like, the thing about it is you have to remember that Evo as a tournament is on an um, order of magnitude larger, I feel like, than a lot of other events because so many people go there. So as soon as you add a new game, it's not like you're adding 200 people. Like last year, the tournaments were all around like 1,000 people, save for a few of them, right? So if you put in more events, it's not just like, hey, let's run 20-some tournaments like we can at like Frosty and Combo Breaker. It's it's not quite the same thing. So a lot of people always ask, can't we throw more? But they're doing a lot of stuff. They meant they talked about the side tournaments. Well, we'll we'll get to to all the news. So let's just go over the games first. So the order that they were announced, Uh Tekken 7, Street Fighter 5. I think everybody thought those two were the locks. (laughs) Those were absolutely nobody Mm -hmm. disagreed with any of that. Mm Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle, the third one announced. Right. I thought that that was a little bit up in the air. Uh, Smash Ultimate after that, Dragon Ball Fighters, Soul Calibur 6, Mortal Kombat 11, Samurai Showdown, mm-hmm. and Undernight in Birth. I feel like every year they have to have one thrown in for the, throw, th- like, just like the kind of surprise thrown, throwing in for a loop kind of thing. Last year was BB Tag. Last year was definitely BB Tag. Maybe the bigger one was not having Marvel. Right? right, that was the year that Marvel yeah. uh-huh. stopped uh-huh. being at Evo uh, and was replaced with Marvel uh, in BB Tag. So, <laughs> but that that was at the time. As much as I now like BB Tag, and like instantly when it came out, I loved it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Before it came out, I thought that was a bad pick. I mean, I remember mm-hmm, talking mm-hmm, about that mm-hmm. last year, thinking that was that was not the right call. They should have let Marvel in or whatever something right. else yeah, that yeah, was yeah, out yeah. that had a scene rather than hoping that this game would be good. Because there's no guarantee. Right. And mm-hmm. that even if it was good, that it would have a lot of players. That was not guaranteed either. So Sam Show is going to be the same kind of thing. I think that is, that is to me, the biggest surprise yeah, out of this yeah, lineup. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, not... Uh, so having Sam Show... Some dudes are talking about this on Twitter. Um, SNK's record 
on a game's initial release is like not super fantastic <laughs> in terms of how the balance is. And they said that Sam Show is going to be out in early summer. Right. So even if it comes out in June, it's right. going to be like a month. A maximum of a month and a half, right? Right. To, to mm-hmm. actually try to balance the game. Uh, if, if there's any issues, and hopefully there won't be, but if there's any problems, they have a very short window to do that in. So I don't know, man. That's uh, I'm a here's my <clears throat> here's my hot take on this. Okay, Samurai Showdown wouldn't be right if it wasn't broken. <laughs> it's a very old school mentality. <laughs> like if Samurai Showdown comes out and it turns out like one character super broken yeah. and it's just like the crazy like the game is just wild like. Well, I expect the game to be wild, but it doesn't. I, I just played Samurai Showdown Five for the first time. Oh, okay. Like, ever. Okay. In Japan, yeah. right? Uh, I played it with Cory Bell and Jobin, okay. who, who are big fans of the game. And I did counter with Jubei, which is just like a high, medium, low counter. And I drained half of their life on one counter. You know, I mean, it's just, yeah, I mean, like, it's, it's just it's the way it is. So. Yeah. The game, the game, I would say, does look quite different. There, there was a gameplay, a little bit more of the gameplay. It looks so much like Street thing. Fighter 4. It really does. Yeah, we were talking about that. Mm-hmm. It doesn't look like... A previous Sam show to me where the jumps are a million feet tall and you know the jump attacks are super it doesn't look like that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it looks more like Street Fighter 4 it seems and I again guess we'll see. I already see people talking about this in the chat okay look um, obviously everyone's like oh people paid to get their game in there whatever like that I mean Eunice is in the lineup right French bread doesn't have any money I really don't think that that it's it's I know a lot of people are going to doubt it but you know uh, the Evo staff has always said that they've never been paid to have a game in their lineup like obviously they will consider you know like oh is this a hot game or is this yeah. could be something for the future or whatever like that but no company has ever paid for their game directly to be in the lineup so. Well we're talking about Eunice I mean let's let's talk about it a bit more then so it's a game that you have really liked. <clears throat> yes. And, that's, and that has been growing. It's been getting better and better numbers. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, dude, I already said earlier this year that if Eunice made it in at the sacrifice of Guilty Gear, and everybody knows how much I love Guilty Gear, that I would take it. Because Guilty Gear's had a couple of great years at EVO already. Just sure. a few years a few. Uh, in a row now of yeah. some really high-level play and everything like that. Look, I mean, if we had... Guilty Gear again this year. I mean, are we really going to have another tournament that Omito is going to win? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But the thing about it is, like, <clears throat> Guilty Gear's had some great runs. And I just tweeted this on Twitter as well. Guilty Gear, last time that it was at EVO and then next year it wasn't at EVO, that was the drama debacle of the, uh, of the team tournament that only 2 out of 11 people showed up for the top 8. Like, for the top 8 on time. And so they dropped it that year. And the entire Guilty Gear scene was like, boycott. This is like 15 years ago. Yeah. Uh, and like the Maybe entire 12. scene was like, boycott Evo because they're not putting us back. And I made this big plea. I was like, dude, show up, run a side tournament, yeah. be hype, and things, good things will happen. Like, negativity is not the way you combat things, right? And so they did. They went there. They had two side tournaments. They were loud. They were hype. They lasted forever. Even some of the EVO staff was in the back just watching it because it was like the last thing to end that day. Next year, it was back at EVO again because they were like, hey, the scene showed up and they did a great job, right? So, again, you know, if Guilty Gear fans are like, oh, well, screw this. We're, our game, dude, go there, run an awesome side tournament. They'll probably put you on the main stage, on the, on the main 
inside stage and everything like That's that. That's probably true. You know, and, and support it. I mean, uh, Guilty Gear still has a very strong presence. I, I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of Japanese players came out to play the side tournament anyway. Yeah. Right? That's and having said that, I'm so ecstatic for Eunice. Okay. I'm so happy for Eunice because that game, like, like every year they're always going to be like, oh, Evo's not about the community. Evo's not about the community. Every year there's a game that kind of defies that, and then people get mad that it's in the, in the tournament. Right? KOF 14, the one year that it was yeah. in there, everyone's like, why you put this game in yeah. here? Nobody plays it. They're trying to help support the community, right? This year it's Eunice. If you're going to be mad that Eunice is in the, in, in the tournament, then you're going against all, everything that you said about like Evo needs to listen to the community. That's the game right there. That is the ultimate community game. The fact that it is increasing numbers at every tournament and just has reached new levels yeah. of like support and everything like that. And and I've long believed that Eunice is like one of the best fighting games out there. Absolutely deserves it. So I'm super ecstatic about that game being there. It's basically grown by word of mouth. Yeah. Right? Like it's not it hasn't been pushed from the top down in mm -hmm. any sense. It's basically a, a bottom up thing, which I think is super cool. Mm -hmm. So I'm happy for it to be there. It's not a game that I've followed very closely myself, but um, the previous Undernight game, I was way into. Dude, right? we, we found an excuse to talk about Uniel yeah. every week. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so the only reason I'm not playing it now is just due to having limited time and sort of prioritizing other games. But yeah, I think it's great that that game is there. I think that's really cool. I would not... I'm not sure that the old Guilty Gear story is very relevant for modern times. It's not. You it's know? not. Yeah, I, I just... Games... That was a period of time when few games were coming out, right? So, like, the, the lineup of available games was basically the same year to year. Maybe a new Tekken came out, maybe a new iteration of Gear came out, but, like, there wasn't, there wasn't as much flux as there is now. Right. So, in modern times, like, having a hype side tournament is probably not going to bring Gear back. It'll probably... Oh, no, 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 no. I don't think it's yeah, going to okay, bring yeah. Gear back. It but might, I'm just saying... It, it, I think we'll take a new release. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm just back. saying, like, right now, I feel like the attitude of, hey... Let's not go to e let's boycott Evo yeah. because our game isn't there is is even back then and even now I think is the wrong attitude. I, I not, to be fair I haven't seen anybody say that on Twitter yet for okay. gear for, for gear. Yeah, yeah okay, okay. Um, but I guess we'll see. So anyway, uh, the other ones include uh, Soul Calibur Six. I'm very happy that that's there. I was yeah. not sure it would be. I mean, even though it's a new game. It's not as big as Tekken is. It's not mm -hmm. as big as well many other mm -hmm. games to be honest. Although it has been growing, it's been getting better numbers. It's certainly a game I really, really enjoy. So mm -hmm. I'm happy that it's there, but I was, you know, I thought I had predicted that it would be in, but it was not a lock in my opinion <laughs> at all, at all. Yeah, I thought, I thought Soul Calibur was gonna be the new MVCI, to be honest with you. It's a game that I love, that I really yeah. enjoy. I thought it wasn't, I thought it was just gonna disappear, and I'm excited about that. I, again, uh, I'm, I think uh, someone said at an Evo Japan panel, I think it was Corey Bell who told me that uh, they had a, a panel with Okubo, and they asked about uh, Soul Calibur World Tour, and he was actually like, we're trying or something mm -hmm, like that, mm -hmm. which was like the most reveal that anybody has ever had about the game. And so, you know, again, I really like the game. I've been hoping that the game has had a chance to thrive and it's been kind of, you know, wading in the waters right now. Yeah. And, you know, everybody always says, Evo needs to support this game because that's what's going to give it the shot in the arm. Well, let's let's prove so. that. Let's prove that then, because I've so. always said that I don't believe that that's the case. I don't think Evo needs to support the game for yeah. it to succeed. Oh, I think that's true too. Right? 
But if everybody claims that, oh, Evo needs to put it in the lineup for the game, to then then prove it right now. Let's see Samurai Showdown blow up. I mean, sorry, uh, Soul Calibur blow up. Well, it's gonna, yeah, it's you there. know, and let's see it actually happen. So yeah. So to be clear, I think that Evo supporting a game doesn't mean that that game lives. But if a game's not doing great and Evo doesn't have it, that game dies. <laughs> right. I think that's what I, what I would say. Yeah. So Mortal Kombat is in there. I was like one percent concerned. Not, not majorly. Okay. Not okay, majorly. Okay. Okay. But like one percent concerned that it wouldn't be at Evo this year. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Just, I don't even have a good reason to be honest. It might just be one of those things where like I want it so badly that, that like, were, like, what if it doesn't happen? Right, you know, it's like that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. But that was that was my feeling. So I'm really happy that it's going to be there. We'll talk about the Sunday lineup in a little bit. It's not on. But, <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, I'm not surprised that it's there. I mean, I expected it. I, I yeah. just like there's. Yeah. I almost. I felt like it was a yeah. lot. I, I, I don't it's, know. It's, <laughs> if I know it, all right, it happened. It's, it happened. Good, it's good. It's good. You can calm down now. You can calm down. If I if I could get up, I would just like give you a massage right now. So <clears throat> all right, it's it happened. All right. Yeah, yeah. but I, I feel like it's a lock to be in there. I'm excited for it because, like I said, just from the MK reveal, like Joey even mentioned there, I really like the fact that it's going to be a slower paced game. Uh, I'm really interested in seeing how the footsies are going to play out because yeah. it's. I feel like it's like. The, uh, the opposite, like Street Fighter Five opposite, in which it's a, going to be a footsie-based game, but everybody has wild, long-range, mm-hmm. gigantic buttons that are, like, safe on block, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm really curious to see how that's going to play out. And, yeah. and, I, and you know, I, I'm, I'm excited. I like the new meter system with the defense and the offense yeah. and everything like that. Obviously, it's going to be interesting how it's going to... I mean, because, like, there's no non-gore version, right? And, you know, in... The, those those fatal blows are are kind of like worse than it's a lot of combat. fatalities you know I mean? and stuff. But you yeah, know. Um, <clears throat> I think there's a real chance that it has the best footsies ever in a two D game. So you like the big safe buttons, right? Yeah. I mean, look. Like, I I already think that games that don't have proximity blocking allow for oh, for, for more precise right. footsies. Yeah. So I've I've long thought that, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, now mm-hmm. for a game with that to be primarily about footsies. Injustice is like a little bit about footsies. MKX was a little bit about footsies. This is footsies. Dude, I think that's I'll tell you this right now. One of the main reasons why I like Super Turbo is because everything is a big button and safe on block. Yeah. Right? Like every normal is practically plus, right? Yeah. Right? Soul Calibur, I love that too because all the buttons are big. I, I've discovered that I, range, I like games with big buttons and it, range. It feels and, fun, right? Yeah. Right. You have options. You get to swing and stuff like that. And that to me is much more appealing and so those games i i tend to play and and enjoy a lot more so with mortal kombat being that way i just need a character that comes out that speaks to me mm-hmm, you mm-hmm, know mm-hmm. and as soon as that happens then i'm all in mortal kombat so Ooh, i'm excited we'll see what that. happens <clears throat> yeah under night giant normals as right. well right? right i'm right. i'm using nana say who's 2b is like the stupidest yeah. long reaching move ever right so yeah. That's part of why yeah. I like uh, Walt Taker in mm-hmm. BB Tag. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, no surprise that Tekken is there, that Street Fighter is there. Like I said, I think those were the most obvious locks. Uh, but nevertheless, good to see that they are there. They mm-hmm. were Tekken grew last year as opposed to every other game. Right. <laughs> Basically, yeah, yeah, yeah. did not grow mm-hmm. uh, in terms of entrance. So that that's good and deserving. And and even in 
even in the last year, it's continued its upward trajectory, mm -hmm. right? It has been on this upward trajectory for a few years now, yeah, and it's yeah, like yeah, definitely yeah. still on that path. It hasn't topped off yet. And it was crazy because, uh, like, for when I was in Japan and I was playing Tekken, like, round two just released there. And so when I was playing online, everybody was trying out all the new characters mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So, yeah, that game is definitely just always... Is, is, is even in Japan is on the upswing right yeah. now. So yeah. yeah, and SF5 is a, is a really good game <laughs> as of like a year and a half ago. <laughs> um, so hopefully, the, you know, anyway, I really yeah. like the game right I, now. I'm, I'm really stoked. Dude, I'm really excited for that game. I feel like Season 4 is really, it's really so strong right now. The only problem is right now, is there a Season 4? Yeah, you know, I guess you know, we'll see, You know, but right? that's a whole other story. Yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> BB Tag is maybe my favorite game at the moment. Maybe it's SF5. It's between those two for sure. And uh, like I said, when it was announced last year, I thought that was a mistake, but it ended up being a game that I really, really enjoy. Mm -hmm. And I'm so happy that there's still going to be a uh, entrant in like the versus subgenre of fighting games mm -hmm. at Evo this year. I mean, you always joke that it is the new Marvel, and it is. It's, Dude, it's, it's, it's totally the it's new like, Marvel. It's like it's in it's in that same subgenre. It's not Marvel brand, obviously, but it's the same subgenre as. Marvel 2, Marvel 3, Skullgirls, like it's the same subgenre. So you remember when Vanilla games. Marvel came out, there was that very, very famous footage of Krizzle activating uh, X Factor at the very start of the round and killing his opponent yeah. in like nine seconds yeah. with Sentinel, right? At Frosty Faustings, you saw the Top match course. with Flux, right? Versus uh, Seth Lalalal, which uh -huh. was round one fight. Flux called his assist, and then Seth Lalalal hit both yeah. of them. And literally halfway through the combo, uh, Flux told me that he looked at Seth and was like, I'm dead. All right. Like, next yeah, game, yeah, right? Yeah. And yet, sure enough, he died. Yeah. Like, that was it. That was it. It was oh, one combo, game. and he killed both characters. It is basically the new Marvel right now. I really so. think so. But I'm, I'm happy that it's going to be 3 out of 5. They announced that specifically. Mm -hmm. That I think is important for that kind of game just because of that mm -hmm. uh, kind of uh, wild nature of the game. Uh, so I think that's really good. Dragon Ball Fighters, um, not a surprise by any stretch. It should be there. For right, sure, right, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In terms of the interest the game has, the number of players, number of viewers. The question was just the licensing kind of stuff, it. right? That was it. That was if it. the licensing was good to go, then obviously yeah. the game needs to be there, like without question. Of course. So, um, again, you know, just full disclosure, the two of us have obviously not been as enamored with the game as a lot yeah. of other people it's have. True. But, you know, again, some of the people who do play the game, they love the game so much, yeah. and it's gotten so much hype, it's gotten so much, you know, play. The entry numbers are really strong for the game and so you know I feel like if it wasn't there it would have been a big like what the hell one year of oh, Dragon dude, Ball yeah, like it, it would have been, been terrible it so. yeah I mean look it's not the first game that is, hasn't been my favorite mm -hmm, mm -hmm. right so um, that doesn't mean that you don't support the pe people who are playing it and hope right exactly well exactly them, so. exactly yeah I'm, I'm really happy that it is gonna be there uh, somebody asked me on Twitter before like how it could be that Dragon Ball is here and not in Evo Japan, if indeed it was a licensing right, issue. Yeah, yeah. And the best answer that I have, because I don't know personally, is that the the rights holders are often different in US versus Japan. Uh, Even true. if it's the same like overall company, the US subsidiary or whoever they've licensed out to in the US often mm -hmm. has like US specific right. rights. Okay, and they often okay. treat it differently. If that's what's happening here, I couldn't tell you. But that, that's my guess. Good call. Okay, okay. Yeah, I hadn't thought about that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay, and then the last one announced is Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Now, great that it's there. Um, I'm very happy that the game's in, right? And obviously it's going to be in. Same kind of issue as Dragon Ball. 
You get a weird expression. On no, your I'm face. just because you're sounding like there's a butt. No, what? Oh, okay, 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 what do you okay. Mean okay. A butt? Would it be there? Was the question because of the same thing as Evo oh, Japan? Oh, it okay, wasn't okay, there, okay. right? So, right, yeah, but again, same, yeah. same. <laughs> my explanation. I don't have personal knowledge, but my guess is just that. Nintendo Japan deals with things differently than Nintendo US. Right. Uh-huh. Of America, I should say. I don't know, but that seems likely to me. So that being the case, as long as it's like allowed to be there, for sure it's going to be there. Right. Because it's so big. And what's interesting is that, you know, uh, Wizard has said that he feels like it has the potential to break all the records. Yeah. So I, I see this discussion in chat right now. I okay. see people talking about it. They okay. say, if it has more numbers... Then Street Fighter. Yeah. Should it be last on Sunday? I, yeah, I think so. You think so? I do. Okay, okay. I thought that last year as well. <laughs> With Dragon Ball. Yeah. You thought Dragon Ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I if I think this would be the right game mm-hmm. to be last on Sunday, not Street Fighter in the, fir- the first one in not a few years. Yeah. If Ultimate can get those kind of numbers. Because I feel like Ultimate is super exciting this year. And I, I, I just... It's a really good game. Really, really strong game. I, I've been seeing very similar the stuff that we've been saying about Street Fighter Five Season Four has been true about Ultimate, and mm. that the roster has been pretty variety. That the variety of the good yeah, characters, the top eights in the game, and stuff, yeah. top sixteens, there's mm-hmm. a lot of variety. Yeah. So I think I would be super excited if it was last on Sunday. Right? It would be great. No problems with that. Is is it going to be? I mean, Street Fighter's been the final game. Street Fighter has the history, the pedigree, yeah. the storylines. I mean, like, Tokido fighting games is something so great. Yeah. It's going to be a hard one to do, right? It's going to... But, but, okay, so last year, Dragon Ball had more. But right. But not, like, way more. Right. If uh-huh. Smash does break the record, which was, like, 5,000, right? Wasn't yeah, it yeah, something yeah, yeah, yeah. completely uh-huh, off the wall? Uh-huh. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. If it's like that, it must be. It must be last. If it's... 5,000 versus 2,000, <laughs> it must be. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, <laughs> right? yeah, yeah. Because you know what? I, I totally didn't even think about it, but you're right. The yeah. record is 5,000. Yeah, so it's if it like can break 5,000. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so that, that's what I think. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Now, those are the games that made it. Some games didn't make it. Yes. So I already talked about at length Guilty Gear. So we, yeah. we don't need to talk about Guilty Gear anymore. Guilty Gear. Obviously, the, 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 the big one is Melee, right? Correct. Uh, not talking about Ultimate and everything like that. Right. Look, I'm not going to lie. I love Melee to death. And even when Ultimate was announced, I was like, man, if Ultimate can be good enough that it's the only Melee a Smash game at EVO, I'd be okay with that. Mm. So as much as I love Melee, as much as I want Melee to be at EVO, I'm okay with it not being there, kind of like the Guilty Gear syndrome, right? I- I'm okay with it because it had a great run. It's been there for a very long time. It's an old game right now. So, you know, let's... let's has been an old game. Right, but... and, and, and someone actually even said, and someone asked uh, Joey the same question on there, like, if that opens up the door for an Evo Classic, like, yeah. let's do Evo Classic in September then. You yeah. know, let's oh, just do awesome. an Evo Classic in October, November, or something like that, right? Let's let's have a Evo Classic with ST, Third Strike, Guilty Gear XX, right? Do XX instead, and then have MVC2, CVS2, KOF98, Melee. Like, let's yeah. do an Evo Classic. Yeah. That would be cool. And, and Joey made the comment that he feels like like four people, which, like, no. I, no, no, no. This thing would be 
uh, like the best thing about it is if you did an Evo Classic, it might be the same size as pre Street Fighter Four Evos, which would actually be sick because yeah. it would have that kind of be old cool. school Evo. It would seriously just be Evo Classic, and oh, it would be it would be so it's exciting. Like in a college ballroom, Ugh, dude. Oh amazing. god, anyway. it'd be so good. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, I I am bummed that Melee is not there. Of course, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I wish it were there. I mean, not just that I'm bummed. I think it's I think it sucks that it's not there. Uh, it's such. It's it's still a game that is in. It's still changing, right? It hasn't it hasn't topped out. Finally, it started. Well, to there change. was there was yeah, some stagnation yeah, yeah. for a few mm-hmm, years in mm-hmm, terms of results mm-hmm. and characters, but now is not like that, right? Characters are getting Pikachu got second like recently, like it's, uh, okay, you know okay, what I mean? like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yoshi is one of the ten best in the world. Like there's. All this change is happening. Mm-hmm. The players who are winning or who are getting yeah, grand exactly. finals are Even changing. Like Plup is in there now. Yeah. He's in the mix. Obviously, Leffen, who's been there for a uh, little yeah, bit now. Evo. So yeah, um, yeah, mm-hmm. so uh, twice. <laughs> yeah, he was the he's the last melee player to win Evo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah. So it's still it. It's not like it's like hit a roadblock and it's not changing anymore. So I I wish that it was still there. It, it's still it gets so many viewers just on a. Uh, not even just at Evo, although it does at Evo, but whenever there's a big major, Melee is getting big views. Mm-hmm, it consistently mm-hmm. has bigger views than many other traditional fighting games. Plup is st- taking still a break has, from Melee? Um, okay, still has a lot of players, right? Still has a lot of entrants. So I just, I feel like it's it's not the case that it like petered out. It's mm-hmm, like still mm-hmm. going. <laughs> right, Good. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, 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 I You know, I'll give the same speech to the, to the Melee crew that I've been giving to the Guilty Gear crew. Probably gonna fall a little bit more on deaf ears because I know that they're a little bit more upset right now. They're they're very frustrated yeah. by not being there. But you know, go there, have a great side tournament, play in Smash Ultimate, right? But then have an amazing side melee tournament. Like I said, you catch more flies with honey, right? So you are if you go there and show Evo why they made the mistake of not having it there. If you have a melee side tournament with more entrance than Samurai Showdown or more entrance than BB Tag wow, or more entrance of, you know, than uh, than other events, you know, that's the best way to show Evo like it's not like, coming back, man. Dude, <laughs> <laughs> it, look, the thing it's just it's not like how it was when few games were coming out. Like, there's two or three new games every year. I know. I just don't think so. Melee, It'd be great, but I just see, don't, don't uh, think so. I, I agree with you on Guilty Gear. I said yeah. Guilty Gear, yes. I think Melee is the sole exception Maybe. to this. I think Maybe. Melee could be the only one that could buck that. I mean, it is. it basically has bucked the trend every other game Right, had, exactly. And it's still a major game a million years exactly. after release. Exactly. So, yeah, so I, I think Melee could do it. And if they showed up to EVO, and let's say the next year for some of the communities just die off, and then yeah. there's like eight obvious games, and there's that ninth opening game, right? And then the EVO staff's like, well... Melee had that great showing last year at Evo in the side tournament. Let's bring it back. Like, it could happen. It could happen for Melee, (laughs) in my opinion. So, and you know what? For for Melee, they still have a lot of great tournaments, right? Evo is is by far the biggest for most games, Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. it's not by far the biggest for Melee. Melee has other tournaments that also have very high numbers of entrants, four four digits Uh uh of entrants. So, uh, you know, hopefully things will go all I mean, right. A lot of people in the chat are saying that that Melee doesn't look good in 2019. But I don't know. Genesis, I thought, was super fun, right? Yeah, I, dude, I thought that was really exciting. Was, yeah, so, for sure. I, I don't know. I don't know, man. So, um, I mean, it doesn't look worse now. It looks like 
it, the graphics obviously are the same. I don't know. Well, they, I mean, I but don't. The, I think they mean gameplay looks doesn't look as strong. You know, I mean, I think they're talking about gameplay. So, uh, well, I definitely disagree with that because I remember when it was like all or mostly Fox in the top eight. <laughs> yeah, and uh-huh. I was not interested in that. No, but no, it's, no. Yeah, Genesis having like you said Pikachu as the number two character, second place character is pretty. Yeah. Exciting, so. Jigglypuff, Pikachu, Sheik, Fox, Yoshi, Marth, Falco, and Falcon were all in top eight. Right. So uh-huh. it's just, that's you know, like, it's not that's, like how it was. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, it's so. not, in, not at Evo. Yeah. So. Uh, but like I said, it should be at Evo. And, as a and, side and I mean that, yeah, as yeah. a side tournament that, like, like I said, I feel like the players should go anyway and play and run an awesome side tournament. You know, uh, if you are a leader in the Melee community and are watching this, please try to encourage the positivity uh, factor of it. And again, I'm a man who sits there and tries to pre- uh, preach positivity all the time. Every time positivity has been the course of action is always bred better results. And so uh, I'm hoping it's that way. I know right now the Melee community is probably up at arms and they're mad, yeah, which is funny I because last so. year after, you know, every year Smash community is always like, we don't need Evos. Yeah. You know, we don't want to be at Evo. We, well, who cares about Evo? And then when it's not at Evo, they're all mad about it. I mean, I, I get it. Like, because right, yeah, it's, yeah. it's both. Like, they, they do have other big tournaments. But if you're left out of the, like, biggest traditional fighting game tournament <laughs> i get that you're you know right. you can you can uh-huh. be both upset and also think it's not the only right. big tournament yeah, yeah, yeah. in the world i think mm-hmm. that's fine mm-hmm. anyway i'm a little bit bummed about that but that's what they did then the other game that's not at evo this year is doa 6 it comes out next week right march 1st it's very soon now and it's not going to be there instead they went with a game in samurai showdown that is not released yet mm-hmm. um what do you think about doa not being there I mean, uh, I feel like just from history knowledge that uh, I, I, I may have a little bit of insight as to why the game is not in there okay. was when it came out on the Xbox 360, the, the, the DOA that came, I think it was DOA 4, came out on the Xbox 360. It was like the first or second highest selling game on the 360 because it was one of the first online games that could uh. be played and it was super hype. So Evo that year said DOA is in Evo and nobody showed up for it. Really? Nobody showed up for it. Like n- there was like, like Jason Cole got like top 10. At, it was one of the years that it was sponsored by Yaris. So it had a $5,000 prize, right? Okay. Jason Cole showed up to like Evo West and got like top 10. He basically got like DQ'd into top eight or something like that. Like like everybody else got DQ'd Yikes. and like he got in. Nobody showed up for it. So was that the year Perfect Legend won Evo? That was one of them, I think. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, obviously but, he won MK as well. Yeah, but again, the DOE scene I don't feel like has proven that they will show or. up to an event yet. But so that, that was to be fair. It must have been a dozen years ago. Right. And again, same kind of thing. If DOA comes out and there's a big DOA community out there and they're mad about it, go throw an awesome side tournament then. Show show Evo that DOA is not DOA, right? I mean, uh <laughs> It's an unfortunate acronym that they have, and I've definitely made the joke before, so, but yeah, uh, so. I think it's maybe like understandable, maybe not a big surprise, but uh, I get being disappointed about it. Oh, of course, yeah, yeah, I I predicted it to be in there. Oh, really? That was my expectation. Um, My expectation, you know, there's a lot of people who play DOA who don't really play other fighting games in that same way, so I feel like it's, it's not like, it's maybe maybe closer to like the NRS scene, 
or like the Tekken scene or the Caliber uh, uh. scene, right? Where it's like people who play that game are playing that game. And there's not like a lot of crossover with other stuff, although some, but not like a ton. Right. So I think it would have been cool if that scene had been able to be at Evo. Right. And, and I mean, true story, DOA may have been the series that bred us the greatest fighting game player yeah, of all so. time yeah. <laughs> in Sonic Fox, right? Because so. uh, obviously Sonic Fox's older brother is a big Quiggles. DOA player, Quiggles. And uh, I'm sure that was probably one of the first games that they played as siblings. Oh, I bet. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, and, and here we are, so. Um, I don't think that it was not put in because of this core values thing. No, no. I really no, don't I think don't. so. Uh, it was, of course, shown at Evo Japan. We'll, t- we'll chat about Evo Japan, but mm-hmm. it was shown there. There was, like, I, was, I wasn't actually watching at the time, mm-hmm. but there's, like, some fiasco, I guess, and the... Yeah, Models yeah, yeah. were getting booby. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. Slapping each other. <laughs> oh, and, the, and, yeah. and they were showing the the part of the game where like the dudes like got yeah, 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 the latest uh, crotch. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Whatever. Um, I, I don't. I don't know how important that is to like deciding what game is at Evo or not. I just <laughs> I really feel like that's like it's not it's that kind of a funny situation because like that happened and so now everyone's gonna say yeah. that that's the reason yeah. and it just it's furthering the meme even further at this point in time. But you know, I don't. I don't think that that's the cause of it i i really don't yeah it i mean they they had it at evo japan you know like i feel like Uh that's even if it didn't go that great from like evo's perspective i guess uh that's still showing that like they were taking it seriously so i don't feel like they're i feel like it's not the case that they would just end some business relationship like think about this from like a business lawyerly perspective say you have some agreement to have doa in there Mm -hmm. presumably evo's getting licenses from Developers at this point, publishers mm-hmm, at this mm-hmm, point, mm-hmm. you you don't take a step as drastic as, as to like end a business relationship over something like that. I really don't think so. Mm-hmm, so. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's that's my guess. Right. I, I feel like it, the reason it's not there is probably more that they just didn't expect as many entrants as other games. Maybe they they just didn't think that sort of you know it has a history. Although I think that's been changed now, but it has a history of not being as competitive a game as others. Right. That's kind of in in the past, but there's often still this perception that it's like that mm-hmm. that it's not mm-hmm. as competitive so i think it's probably more due to like the scene and views of the game than it is right. anything else it's interesting someone says that they're trying to set it up so that evo japan has some exclusive games that would be an interesting yeah that i think that actually be kind of cool like if, if they had just old doa and guilty gear you know kof was there yeah kof was there that'd be kind of interesting actually i actually would not mind that, that actually yeah. if because i mean that's like us saying that they need the third evo for evo classic right right so move Japan like down two months so that we don't have to freeze to death in Japan and then like have Evos every three like months. Yeah, I know yeah. it wasn't even that cold yeah. this year. It wasn't even cold at all. Yeah. So yeah, uh-huh. But like if they had an Evo every three months, every four months, so they had Evo, <laughs> Evo Classic, Evo Japan. I think oh, that would right. actually be kind of no, cool. No, I, I yeah, I think so too. I think that would I be think so cool. Too. Yeah. Anyway, those are the big games that didn't make it. There's some other stuff that didn't, but those are probably the most um, important ones. Uh, they also mentioned the Evo Community Championships. Is what you're kind of talking about when yeah, it comes to running yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. classic games. I, it would be really cool if multiple people running multiple games showed up and, and did that. Mm-hmm. I think that'd be really great. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm happy that they are as open to that as they are. Uh, obviously, they recognize that they're not running all the games that are available, so that's yeah, that's a, a, a way to deal with it. And the fact that they are taking the time to make medals for the games, and they said they're going to try to make it even bigger. I mean, the thing is, like. 
Mark Mann's on the Evo staff now, right? He just joined maybe like three years ago or something like that, two years, ago. years ago. You remember Anime Evo, all the side tournaments, they always ran them all at the Mad Cats booth, right? Right. Mark Mann always was really right, out right. there for a lot of those communities out there. And so I wouldn't be surprised if this Evo community championships is like spearheaded completely by Mark Mann. And, and I trust him to do a really cool sure. thing with that and really include them. They had like, they opened a brand new stream last year. They had one more stream channel last year that they didn't have yeah. previously just for these side tournaments. Yeah. And I thought that was cool. And yes, there were issues with it. Marvel ran super late and I know a lot of people were frustrated with that. They finished on time. You know, because they were like, finished by this time so you can be. So they did, and then they didn't even make it to the top eight until late at night. There were issues. It was the first year. I mean, the, 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 you know, it's always been famously said that it takes like two years for the idea to really kind of solidify itself. Last year was the first year. This is the second year here. Okay. I feel like uh, uh, that this could be a great year for the side tournaments. And one of the reasons why I want people to show up and do these side tournaments is because... I really want that to be as big of a thing as possible. I want the side turns, anime, Evo, all that stuff. Even last year for Gundam, Bandai Namco gave a thousand dollars, you know, for a prize pool and stuff like that. So, you know, if we can make the community thing as big and as official of a thing as possible and as successful as possible, I think that would be awesome. So, again, positivity, yay! I mean. All right. The way it is. So. Speaking of things that they're improving this year, there will be free water. That and lower-priced bottled water. Dude, I, I saw a tweet from Dasset Bro, and I retweeted it because he was like, "That could not have been easy to pull off." Yeah. And, yeah. And I know everybody has been going off on Evo about like, "Oh, water! You guys didn't have water!" Blah blah. It's not Evo's fault. It is 100% a Vegas thing. If you yeah. go to Vegas and you go to any gift shop, the water... I spent $10 last year at Capcom Cup for two bottles of water. It was $10 for two bottles of water at the gift shop. Okay, it is not an evil thing. It is absolutely a Vegas thing. Okay, so that's just the way it works. So it was pretty crazy. And, you know, I can't use sink water for my CPAP. I have to use the bottled water. So, like, yeah. I had to I had to. The only reason that, I'm not so. ripping on you right now. Yeah, uh-huh. I had to do it. I had to do yeah. it. So, yeah. Um, yeah. But that's just the way it works in Vegas. That's how it works. When I was at Capcom Cup, I couldn't get any water. I heard that the, the trick was to have a cup and go to the Starbucks and, like, ask for water. Mm, like, that was apparently the secret tech. tech. Okay. That was the secret tech. But just outside of... one of these guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, right? So, uh... Again, the fact that Evo actually has bottled waters for less and potentially free water, like, I think they must have had to pull something. Yeah. They must have had yeah. to have just been could, like... Couldn't have been easy. Yeah, it could not have been yeah, easy. I because, right. to be honest, if that's the case, then, I mean, it better only be inside the venue because then everybody else will just go to Evo to buy bottled hey, water. Hey, then maybe they'll... <laughs> Enter next year. Right. More entrance that way. You know, it's like, like a secret advertising. Yeah, people walking around. Let me buy some. Uh, let me yeah. buy a day pass so I can yeah, go exactly. get some cheap water and enjoy some fighting games at the same Genius. time, dude. Genius. Oh man. Genius. Oh, man. Look, you can't just go off the strip, right? It's not that easy. You can, but to get there it costs money. Are you renting a car? Or are you going to get a lift or a taxi or something? Like it costs. It costs money. So and the, it's in the summer, in the blistering. It's hundred, hard to walk there. Yeah. Um, there are definitely other shops that are like not in the hotels that you can walk to that are not that far away. There's like mm -hmm. a Walgreens and stuff. Right. You know what I mean? But um, 
Certainly when I, when I was a younger man and my friends and I would go to Vegas, you know, like 10 of us at a time, we would definitely all go to go off strip and just buy a thousand beer bottles. <laughs> yeah, and whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like uh-huh, we did uh-huh. off strip, right? right? For sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. But if you're not uh-huh. going to buy in bulk in that way, if it's like you, you as a one person are there for two days, it's not, not right. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, exactly. Yeah. So um, anyway, so that's cool about water. Now the Sunday lineup. Ah, uh, yes. Okay. The Sunday okay. lineup they mentioned. They did not mention the order. Specifically said, in no order. Yeah, I mean, they're probably going to wait to see the entrance numbers. Because so. you're probably right. If Smash Ultimate gets the 5,000 people, then that's going to be the last game. Has it to has be. to be, right? It has to be. So. Yeah, the demand is too obvious at that point. Mm-hmm. They will be Street Fighter Five, Tekken 7, Smash Ultimate, and, and I can't believe it, Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle. You can't escape from crossing fate. I'm so happy you got this. (laughs) You can't escape from crossing fate, baby. Oh, Oh, man. I am so happy about that. I mean, to be fair, I know that they've always kind of thrown the anime game at the earliest slot. So I think BB Tag is going to be at the earliest slot because it's also the most time friendly for Japan. Right. right, okay. So I, I feel like putting BB Tag is a kind of at, at the early morning is kind of a strategic thing, right? Yeah. And then as a result, you only have three games left. Yeah. Street Fighter Five, Tekken, and and uh, Smash Brothers is yeah. it's like guaranteed. Like the, those think. are the three yeah. biggest games for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. Every, like you know in advance now that those are going to be three, the three biggest games, right? For sure. But again, Dragon Ball would have been an interesting one to start at the beginning of the day as well instead of BB Tag, right? But if they're trying to save time on Sunday. You know, then then you're not putting DBFZ. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, look, I'm I'm in the first place. Want to mention that I'm very happy that there's only four games on mm-hmm, Sunday mm-hmm, rather than mm-hmm. five. Last year I couldn't make it to Evo in person, so I I was in New York uh, at a wedding, and being on East Coast time, trying to watch it was it's brutal. Yeah, right. I mean I fell uh-huh. asleep during Street Fighter Five. Right. Um, most of the top eight I missed, so that that sucks. It's just I couldn't be up at two thirty in the morning. I just right. you know it's very difficult. Yeah, what's wrong with you, dude? Two thirty is like the prime hour, right? So you, I know, I know, I know. Horrible. Um, I mean, because uh, no, it really did suck. So I'm I'm happy that it's like that. And I also know, having been at Evo, that to be there at eight in the morning is also tough. Mm-hmm. If you're like in there, mm-hmm. you want to watch. One year I commentated MKX at uh, top eight at eight a.m. Right. Not easy, both because, like, uh, you know... You want to party on Saturday. Well, you know, it'd be nice to hang out, but, like... But but even aside from that, even if I'm not partying, 8 a.m. is, like, on the margins for me. Like, I'm awake, but I'm not, Uh like, super uh alert. And not a lot of people are watching Very few people in the audience. Very few people in the audience, which sucks as well. So to have that at 8... Oh, and also, I've been there as just a fan. I went for the last year of Marvel 3 with some friends, and that was cool. I'm glad that I did that, but, again, it was not easy to wake up. Not many other people did, even though it was the last mm-hmm. time we all expected it would be the last time they'd be there. It just was not easy. So for it to be at 9 a.m. instead, that one hour difference, I think, does make a big difference. Right. And, and, and weirdly enough, like, Street Fighter V being the last game last year was actually hurt. It yes. hurt oh, for being sure. the last sure. game. Because yeah. like you said, you couldn't even I was stay asleep. up. I couldn't you watch could, it anymore. You couldn't yeah. watch it anymore. So you know, not that I'm saying that I feel like if Ultimate were last, it would get hurt because now we're four games. So that's not going to be a problem anymore. Yeah. So uh, hopefully what they do is just shift it up by an hour and just remove the last game completely so that we can finish by 
9, 10 p.m. I mean, that's 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 even going to be hard to finish at that time just because of the way Sundays usually go, right? Yeah. But still, if it can finish at that time, that'd be awesome. That would right? be awesome. So to me, I feel like the Sunday lineup makes sense outside of, obviously, of course, the probably more confusing than Dragon Ball is uh, Mortal Kombat 11. I'm, right? you know, yes, it would be great. I'm personally disappointed that it's not there. Not surprised, though. Mm-hmm, not surprised. Mm-hmm. And it's what you referenced earlier. Um, it's the gore, right? Like that's the Sunday day is the day that if there's going to be TV, it's that day, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. people are going to be coming there just to spectate, right? It's it's a bit of a different crowd, I would suspect, than the people who are going there specifically to compete, who will be there on Saturday. So I, I think that that makes sense. I wish it were there on Sunday, but I get it. I you know it's it's a very bloody game. And they have a more sort of public-friendly atmosphere, mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. intention at least, on Sunday than they do the rest of the weekend. So I get it. Right. And plus another thing, too, is I've said this for the previous few years already, and I'm maybe they can keep doing this, but I remember last year at CEO, you know, they tried to do stuff on, you know, they had some of the stuff run on Saturday in the ring. So they had like a Saturday finals thing. Obviously that it didn't work out too great for CEO because I know a lot of people didn't watch and didn't show sure. up to those events because they were still the main ballroom. But if Evo can run uh, a, a, a final Saturday in the main ballroom like they did last year, I think that's great. I, I actually felt like BB Tag was super cool uh, at uh, at Evo that year when it was on that main stage. In fact, uh, I remember getting footage. It was super loud in there. Mm-hmm. And everybody was going wild for it. So, like, turning the Saturday finals not into a consolation but into being last on Saturday is actually one of the prime spots, I think is great. So if they put MK11 at the end or even Dragon Ball Fighters at the end, you know, if they put those two games like at the end on Saturday and really kind of play up the Saturday finals thing, I think that would be a cool new tradition because it would also make Saturday have that special feel too instead of just being pooled. I I think that's like a nice goal that's unlikely. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> to like make people think that it's not a not a slight rather than uh, yeah I mean you know I don't know I'm not sure you it is certainly a nice goal to do and I, and I hope that they do take some steps toward that the, the nice thing about BB Tag last year was that because it was so hype and because it was in the main ballroom it got more foot traffic viewers Whereas when you're in the stadium, I feel like you don't get that as much. Like, a mm-hmm. lot of people will no, go there. True. Like, the Melee fans aren't going to... I mean, the Ultimate Smash fans aren't going to be sitting there the whole entire day waiting for the other games and stuff like that, right? They're probably just going to go in for Ultimate when it's time, right? And so, I bet you some Smash fans even stop to watch Blaze Blue just because they heard how hype it is, and they're like, hey, what's going on? You know, kind of things like that. Oops, so, that's a lot of cat hair. No. Oh, yeah. She is... She, it's warm today, so she is ah, shedding... got it. Uh, what I really hope is not going to be the case is what happened with Injustice 2, which was that the game... Uh, this whole time we've had Gerald Abraham as the guest here? That's my bad. He's not even here. Nope, he's not. Nope. For Injustice 2, the top eight happened on Saturday, and as it was starting, we didn't yet know as the commentators who was in top eight. Oh, yeah. Because it was uh-huh, still uh-huh, running. Uh-huh. Literally, the players were being decided... In the back, the top 16 yeah, was not yeah, on stream. Yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, we 
the players literally qualified and then had to sprint, actually run over to where the, the, the actual uh, top uh, okay, eight was. Okay. So that was that was badly done. And I really hope that that kind of thing does not happen again. Mm. I, if, if it's, if I think that you should bring that up to Wizard just I, to make well, sure I have that. Yeah, yeah. About it oh, okay, past. okay, okay. I yeah, don't know yeah. how it went last year because I wasn't there, but I hope that that kind of thing did not happen. Okay, okay. Um, anyway, I guess maybe I'll chat about it again just to like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's actually a really good point. It so sucked. That's a really it good sucked point. for everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So hopefully that doesn't happen. But there you go. That's your lineup for Evo this year. Mm-hmm. Nine games. Look. Obviously, there's disappointment with some games yeah. not being there and the weird line. But uh, overall, I think this is a super solid line. They're all they're all good games. Well, we don't know. I about know eight seven, of them are good yeah, games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Well, not necessarily. I really like seven of them. Seven, seven of the games. <laughs> seven of the games. We I should know, stop talking. Seven of the games we know are good. <laughs> Because I know you, you're you're excited about MK11. Not oh, yet. For so sure. we don't know. It we might don't suck. know yet. I don't know. We not know. It might. I mean, the game may come out and one character might just be accidentally broken. You're totally right. And dude. then it's we possible. end up with you know seven out of eight Tanyas in top we eight. We could definitely right? have seven so, Tanyas. It's yeah. like that could happen, right? Could, it's true. So yeah. we don't know just yet. Seven yeah. out of nine. It's seven a good out save of right nine. There, James. Yeah, yeah. I like uh-huh, it. Uh-huh. Yeah. There you go. What do you think about the like? So first of all, I really like that they just said nine games at the start. Yeah, of the, yeah, of yeah. the uh, reveal stream because in the past they've played this whole game of oh, are there more games? Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, uh-huh. it was like continuing. Uh-huh. It just kind right. of drags out. And I don't think that this is the kind of thing that is that's like nice to do in. Yeah. <laughs> you know, actually, yeah, you're you're kind of right. People on are that. a little bit too invested. I feel to yeah. like have the is there gonna be another? You know, to have right, this whole song right. and dance. So uh-huh. good job on recognizing that and having it right. a little bit more out front and just immediate. Here's what the games are. Yeah, I really appreciate actually, yeah, that. Yeah, that's actually a really good point. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but um, look, overall the lineup I think is super solid, super strong this year. Everybody has that one game that they wish was in the lineup for their own personal taste, of course. right? I wish Guilty Gear was still in there. I would have put Guilty Gear. So Samurai Showdown could be taken out for Guilty Gear. It could be taken out for Melee. It could be taken out for you know Marvel. It could be taken out for whatever, yeah, like DOA, yeah. uh, DOA et, cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So you know, overall, despite the fact that I would change the lineup personally, I think this lineup is actually pretty fantastic. It I, is a good I, one. And I'm excited for Samurai Showdown. I have a soft spot for Samurai Showdown 2, right? Obviously, I played 5 for the first time, but 2 and the series as a general, yeah. like, there's just something really cool about the game. Sure. I'm not, I'm not opposed to having a Sam show in. It's just I don't feel that a game should be there if it hasn't been played before. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like when, again, last year when they announced BB Tech, I thought that was the wrong call. Even when they announced Pokken, Pokken had already been in the arcades. Right. So it wasn't like they were just announcing it afresh. As if it, you know, I, I really feel that they're that they should. Uh, I have to do something from an uncensored episode here, really quick, because I'm going to. Sorry for the noise here, because uh, people from the uncensored will know what I'm trying to do here. Ah, oh, yes, here it is. It's from 2010. You used to be able to buy these. Every year they were different. I need my tinfoil hat theory here again here. So uh, I have my tinfoil hat theory. It's time for tinfoil James. Oops. Tinfoil hat theory James. Uh, This is from an uncensored episode that I've had before. This is my... Definitely could have muted the mic. That's true. 
Sorry about that, guys. Okay, so this is my tinfoil hat theory. Is that every year I do feel like that Evo tries to pick one game that they hope will get less entrance. So that they can actually not have nine games of, like, craziness. I think they failed last year with BB Tag. They probably didn't expect yeah. that many people. It turned but, out good. Uh, the fact that Pokin was there the few years ago yeah. and, like, Samurai Shona, I really think that there's a logic to have a game with fewer entrants so they can finish it on Friday. Mm. So that the Friday game could finish on Friday. That is my tinfoil hat theory right K there. KOF 14. KOF 14, et cetera, et cetera. That is my belief that every year they always try. <laughs> I know. I made this in, like, Five minutes, okay? It's you, not... I feel like you needed a little bit more coverage down on the yeah, side yeah, yeah, here. Yeah, pretty much. I definitely need I'll extend the hat a little <laughs> bit more. So, yeah. But that's my theory is that they try to have one game with less entrance in yeah. there. Oh, so okay. they throw in a game like that just to make sure that they have a game that they can run out as, a, as a Friday finals. So I think that's, that's my theory on why Samurai Showdown made it over some of the other games. DOA could have Maybe. also been there too. So, yeah. Okay. Enough with the tinfoil hat. <laughs> it's not working. <laughs> you almost took down. Oh, boy. All right. There we go. Yeah. It's like it's like a spaceman's yamaka. I agree. Yeah. It is a spaceman's yamaka. Yeah. yeah there you go. It's a little antenna there. Yeah. Do you need a wider brim? You know what people with yamakas do is they have little hairpins that they. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I there. know. I know. I would have prepared a lot more if I had remembered to try to pull that out, and you know I didn't realize I was gonna pull out the tinfoil hat that I made. So yeah. Jews in space. <laughs> oh, yeah. Man. Okay. Anyways, there's a preview of some Unchenzored antics that I have. Got it. Anyways. Anyway, yeah, that's the evil reveal. Anything else to say about that for now? Uh, I guess just because it's part of the topics. I mean, what did, what did you think of the way that Samurai Showdown looked? Like anything that stuck out to you? Eh, it looked like Street Fighter Four ish. It looked, you know, not overwhelming. Jubei is in the game. I didn't. Yes. Okay. I knew. I, I have my main character already, so my main character's in the game. That's all I'm happy about. So. Uh, yeah. I mean, I wasn't wasn't that impressed. I knew that Earthquake was going to be in it, but it was cool to like see him moving around, oh, yeah, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. My cat's it's looking whatever. at the tinfoil hat. I just... <laughs> I didn't... I wasn't, like, wowed by it, but that's not to say that I won't like the game. I was not wowed by BB Tag the first time I saw footage yeah, of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it looked uh, like garbage. Right. I just did not... Which was funny, because I didn't think it looked that bad. <laughs> I thought so. it looked bad. Okay. I still think graphically it looks bad, but whatever. It doesn't matter that much. I mean, the funny thing about it is, like, everyone keeps talking about how I always need to pick, like, the, the girl in the game. And I think that just comes straight from Cammy only. Yeah. But, like, I've discovered right now that I, and this is, like, the anti-David, I apparently seem to really like badass sword characters. So, Johnny, Jubei, and Bishamon, right? Like, I mean, I get, like, okay, the swords are... The commonality, but they're so different. Otherwise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not generic sword guy, right? No. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, but, yeah. Those are all. I, right. I'll even give you Johnny. Even Johnny is an interesting character. Right, and even even like in Mortal Kombat, like Kenshi was kind of interesting to me. Unique right? sword guy. Yeah. Sure. Uh huh. So sure. like, I seem to really like bad. Well, not maybe not even swords, but like samurai swords. Now that I think about it, they all have samurai swords. Even Kenshi is a, so. It's not like sword dude. Mm -hmm. It's it's actually uh, maybe I just like samurais. <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of weird. 
podcast. Moment of self-realization. But I right mean, there. look, Johnny is like seriously. Johnny the is Johnny is cool. He's the coolest. I do think that swords tend to be boring. Yeah. And same with guns and whatnot, uh-huh. like bows and arrows. Like if it's hide and you and and you know. <laughs> Those are the least interesting. Right. Characters. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Johnny does look cool. I will oh, give you Johnny. Oh, dude, I love Viking too. You God, I Viking must, is cool also, I but she's lo- she's not the same. Dude, she's, I do like samurai she swords. Has a sword, now that but I think about it. I wanted to play Yuzuriha. You know. That's true. Yeah. Okay, I'm a samurai sword wow. guy. Okay, Dang. there we go. You Discovery. figured it out. <laughs> 25 years later, you That's figured it so out. It's so random, dude. That's so weird. Yeah. Okay. That's true. I don't play Yoshimitsu. Maybe it's time. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You got Killick. It's quite different. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Killick is different. So, anyways, okay. Uh, anyways. Anyway, I wasn't, like, super impressed. But... That's not to say it won't be a good game. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I just hope, because the thing about it is when you show a trailer, you're going to show the Flash. Yes. So it's like Nakaruru doing yeah, super, yeah, super into it, super, 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 super. But Samurai Showdown has always been about... way up into the sky. You know, and stuff like that. If it's not like that, I'll be sad. It didn't look like that. But. Right, but like I said, that's trailer antics yeah, yeah, right yeah, there. No, for that's sure. trailer antics. So I hope it actually, uh, and I hope people appreciated my Samurai Showdown radio play there. It was good. <laughs> it does sound like that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah there you go. Yeah. Yeah. There you All go. Right. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> Victory. Victory, yeah. Victory, yeah. Jubei is the best. He's so badass. I don't really have a main character in that series. Okay. 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 <laughs> Maybe take a little break. Yeah, here. yeah, yeah. Let's take a break. So when we come back, we're going to talk about Evo Japan, and I don't know how long that's going to take because there's a lot to talk there's about. There's a lot as well. to talk about because there's <laughs> we'll also see. Japan to talk about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, we'll get okay. to that very shortly. Stick around. This oh, midget man. URL is outdated. All right, let's blank out. This is that's the subscription thing. Okay. You know, the Tasty Steve flexing. Oh yeah, and subscribe. Stuff like that. So that's subscribe and James will do the flex. Yes. Oh, there you go. Okay. I'm yeah. down. I'm James down will it. do the flex. I'll, I will do the flex. Okay. Be right back, guys. So you got an email today about that, about, about the, the widget going down. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, just I haven't checked my email today, but I don't check my email very regularly often, which I need to fix. So I need to do that a lot more. So, and get ready, stream for the crunch. All right. Hmm. Oh, man. oh, dang. Shoegazer Jimmy already registered for Evo. Dang, so nice what work. what joystick are you bringing this time, Shoegazer? Do you have any plans for another cool joystick? They had the Bedman stick last year, which oh, was so super cool. awesome. They've they had the Soundwave stick before. Woo! Woo! Oh, you Zoidberg is the thousand donation. Nice. He gets the special woo as always. Oops, I have the volume too high up. It is peaking again. I have to remember not to put it that high up. All right. And Shoegazer has subscribed again for 31 months. Dang. Shoegazer with the support. Dang, that's cool. Uh, no, oh, not man. a Dorito, but it is a nacho chip. I so. went to, what was it called? Tacos Por Favor. Mmm. It's a Mexican place around these parts. 
No wonder I, I find the chips so good. Yeah, they're all right. I feel like they're a little undersalted today. Oh, yeah, yeah. So it's like a little less than usual. When I go to Tacos Por Favor and I eat there, yeah. I always have a little salt packet okay, on yeah. the side that I'll sprinkle onto the chips. I, I often find that chips are too salty for me, but this mm -hmm. is one where it's like... Yeah, so Tacos Por Favor usually has less salt okay. on them. All right, do we know they that? generally have less salt. Whenever I eat their chips, I have to salt them myself, but... Like, I've, I've discovered I'm not much of a potato chip person, that I'm really just about nacho chips. For me, potato chips is Pringles or nothing, right? But outside of that, it's like all nacho chips. Like, I, once chips. I start eating tortilla chips, I can't stop eating these things. Uh-oh. Well, how many got that's in the bag why, there? That's why I kept grabbing your chips. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I wasn't, I, that, it was subconscious. That's, I've always said that if cool. I have a bag of Doritos... I will eat that entire bag of Doritos unless I consciously like put it away. But if the bag is sitting in front of me, I have literally, as a teenager, gone through an entire bag of Doritos in one sitting, and I didn't realize it happened. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. like it just it just happened. Duly noted. Yes, uh, EMP pot split collusion. I am aware of the MK reveal happening at midnight tonight Pacific time. Midnight tonight. Midnight tonight. Yes. Oh. <laughs> no. No midnight tonight. For real. For real. Is it really midnight? Yes, it is. It's not noon there's also, tomorrow? There's also a combat cast tomorrow. Oh. But there is a reveal tonight at midnight. That's yes. odd. Why would they reveal something at midnight? I have absolutely no idea. Pacific time, midnight, tonight. So that is to say in uh, four so hours. In midnight, they're going to reveal the sexy fighter costume pack. <laughs> that would be funny, yeah. Yeah. It's um, Nightwolf. Oh, that I don't know if it's not. That Nightwolf, actually but. makes a lot of sense, <laughs> though, Some, right? some people say yeah, that on Twitter. Uh, uh -huh. uh, but we'll, we'll talk about this when we're... Uh, not on break, because, you know, not, right. not everybody's listening right now. Anyway, it's back. I don't drink Mountain Dew, no. I've never drank Mountain Dew. Although I did drink DNL, which was 7-Up's version of Mountain DNL? Dew. DNL? Yeah, because it was turning 7-Up upside down. Like, I'm not even making this up. What? Yeah, 7-Up upside down is DNL. Do you mean if you take the actual letters themselves? You mm -hmm. turn, oh, that's so dumb. Right. Yeah, I did drink that, which was their <laughs> version of, of, of Mountain Dew, but nobody even knows what that is. Oh, someone actually remembers DNL. Wow, that's actually that. funny. Dang, you even have to do lowercase d, lowercase n, capital L. Yep. What a pile of garbage. <laughs> <laughs> Come on back. Come on back. <laughs> All right, ready? Yes. Okay, 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 okay. We're, 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 we're back up. We're back up. That's so weird. I don't know why it's doing that. I say, oh, because I didn't, ah, stupid crash. Okay. Okay, well, let's uh, get back to the well, show. Well, you said that, yeah, you were saying that I yelped really he loudly. He yelped super loudly. That is true. That is, yeah, it was Yeah, because as one. soon as it died, I, I was thought, like, ah, yeah. Yeah, I thought that he was joking, trying to, I don't know, make some crack. But it was too loud, and I looked over and it made more sense. Anyway, let's, uh, <laughs> let's get back to this television program. Oh, we're going to be talking about Evo Japan, which happened a week and a half ago now. We were both there. That's part of why. Well, that is the reason why. We didn't do a show the last two weeks. Yeah, I, on I, one I, Tuesday, we were traveling, and on the next, you were still in Japan. I, was, I, stuck, I stuck around for a few extra days just to run back Tokyo, basically. And yeah, so um, We went to Japan. What did you think about before we talk about the tournament itself? Talk to me about Japan. You know, like, it's interesting. I know when Evo Japan was announced in Fukuoka, a lot of people were worried about not having it be in Tokyo, et cetera, et cetera. I know I'm a little bit spoiled because I, I flew to Tokyo afterwards, but I gotta tell you, I really enjoyed Fukuoka. Mm. 
I really enjoyed the fact that I got all of the cool things that I love about Japan, about all the 7-Elevens and everything like that, and, and just food everywhere. We'll tell a whole story Ooh. about that later on, but like, um, but it just wasn't as crowded. And sure, maybe yeah, there's not as sure. many crazy things to do like there is in Tokyo, no Sky Tree Tower yeah. or no whatever. But we still we visited the Nanzoin Temple, Ooh, cool. which would have which had the largest bronze statue in the world potentially, Giant right? Reclining Buddha, super right. cool. Uh, Both uh, on the very side of the very similar to the Sagat one, right? So, yeah, yeah, it's the same. It's the same idea. I mean, mm-hmm. there's many reclining Buddha statues in the world, but that one right. is a big one, very uh, bronze. Mm-hmm. We it's went cool. to the Mairuzu Castle Remains, which yeah. was super cool as well. We had a lot of beautiful views out there and everything like that. There are shrines in every city block. Like, just while you're walking, it's like, oh, let's go yeah. visit this shrine. Oh, let's go that visit this true. thing and yeah. stuff. And so I didn't feel like I there was a lack of things to do in Fukuoka. We even had, I mean, like I said, the food experiences we had were amazing. So one of the easy ones to talk about is the fact that Fukuoka is right at the ocean. Yes. There was a market right next to us. We were, the, the Evo venue was a five minute walk from the wharf mm-hmm. from right on the coast. And there's a fish market there. And there's a dude who is constantly making sushi. He's constantly carving up fish that was caught like that day or yesterday, <laughs> like immediately beforehand and constantly laying out new sushi and you just go there and you pick it up on this big uh, counter that's just full of whatever kind of sushi you want. Mm-hmm. You pick up whichever little individual pieces you want with some tongs and then it was, I think maybe 10, well, I guess a thousand yen for like 15 or 20 pieces of Dude, sushi. it was ridiculous. It was so crazy cheap. David was like, as, as he always does, I'm the guy who gets what I know I like. David <laughs> is the guy who always will experiment, yeah. right? So you were getting fish eggs, you're getting natto, roe yeah. here, sa- this, this, yeah. whatever. You got everything that you could, except yeah. for shellfish, obviously, right. right? And so I'm just like, we're just sitting there, and I know we're both thinking, like, okay, so this one's probably more expensive, but right. whatever, we got to try it, right? We bring the thing up there, the lady's like, two, four, six, eight, ten, two times ten. And yeah. we're like, they're all the same price. And we got, like, probably 15 pieces of, like, some of the best sushi. So good. It's fresh. Melt in your mouth. I'm not a sushi guy, and even I could tell when I was eating it. It was just like Super it good. was so clean. Yeah. Like I felt like oh, yeah. it was refreshing to eat yeah, it. Yeah. And um, it was like eleven dollars. Yeah. For like fifteen pieces of some of the most amazing sushi super, that we've ever good. had was really crazy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. If it's in that same venue next year, if Evo Japan is in Fukuoka next year. I recommend everybody who goes, who travels there, to go to this market. And it's a little confusing because everything's labeled in Japanese, oh, yeah, so yeah. it's going to be kind of an experiment there. Yeah. But like, it's hard to go wrong. Yeah. It was like they even had a fried fish, so I got yeah, like a fried right. fish there because that's just more of my taste and everything. I like fried foods, and thus probably me being more overweight and, and stuff like that, right? But you know, dude, even that thing was amazing. That fried breaded fish was ridiculous like it was some of the best fried breaded mm. fish that i've ever had it was so good quality of fish was very high yeah uh-huh yeah. and so i enjoyed fukuoka i agree with you uh i really loved seeing the temple um there's a couple of dudes in this chat who were there uh, with us walking around mm-hmm. very cool to see that there were like little grottos in the side of the hill it was all built into the side of a mountain a little stream running through it, extremely peaceful looking, all of these ancient statues mm-hmm. all over the place there. 
Uh, cool. Also, we met some people from Russia. Some of the Russian FGC <laughs> they were They were at the Nanzoin Folks, Temple. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, from the <laughs> Moscow area, from <laughs> Siberia as well, from a couple other places. It was, it was it, super cool to it meet them. It was the freakiest thing because, like, I was trying to take a picture, and these guys started walking by. <laughs> clearly, clearly not from Japan, right? And I was about to take a picture. I looked at them. I was like, you know, gesturing to them because they yeah. they looked European. So yeah. I was like, then maybe they don't understand yeah, English yeah, don't language, or whatever yeah, like that. So I was like. Letting them like, oh, you can go ahead of me. And the guy was like, it's okay, James. You can take the picture. <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> like, <laughs> freaked me out. On, okay. Like, this, this temple's not like in the city. We had to take a train to get yeah, out there. Uh-huh, a good, uh-huh. good half hour ride on the train. Right. Uh, so <laughs> we're in the middle of, Japan, of rural Japan, right. seemingly. Uh, yeah, that was great. Uh, but apparently they were on the train there, and they were on the same car as uh, the Hado, Rick Thayer. Yeah. Okay. And they said they introduced themselves to him, and they recognized him by the photo of his avatar on Twitter. That's funny. Just because the beard was just so yeah, distinct, yeah. Well, you know? Uh, that's actually really funny. Uh, that was really nice. And then, you know, the food is just great wherever you go in Japan. Seemingly, I've been to two cities. I, what do I know? But the two right. cities have been great so far. Um, it dude. was, uh, it's, dude, the 7-Elevens, like you mentioned, fantastic. I wouldn't feel bad about just eating breakfast there every morning. Dude. One night, dude, my favorite I, had, story. I had a thousand liters to drink of sake on Sunday, basically. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh-huh. Because at this, at this fish market... <laughs> <laughs> at the fish market, you can you can uh, you can buy milk cartons full of sake, right? That's how they're, they're sold. So I obviously wanted a milk carton of sake, and uh, I did share a good chunk of it. But I also drank way too much, and so I didn't want to go hang out with people afterward because other people were gonna go get food, and, mm-hmm. and I was crashed basically. So on the way home, we're like stumbling. Home. I'm stumbling home. You're awake. Uh, and I needed to go into a 7-Eleven to get like some kind of drunk food. Right. And I was so happy that that existed in that moment because if that had been where I live, I live in like a populated area of Los Angeles. You know, I, what do I walk into a 7-Eleven at get 2 in the morning? Dog. And yeah, yeah, it's yeah. some uh-huh. horrible uh-huh. crap. Hot dog's been sitting there for a few hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I got some really good noodles with some good chicken. Oh, it, believe me, I, that was why I lived in the morning. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, and, Not very and, good sake. And it was really interesting. This is probably my one of my favorite stories from Evo Japan, or just this whole Japan trip, was uh, there was one night, I think it was the first night after Evo was done, we were walking back to our hotel at about 11 p.m., and we hadn't had dinner yet, right? And this is going to sound weird, but I'll tell you this right now. Japan is obsessed with their Italian food. Mm-hmm. When we were in Tokyo last year for Evo Japan, we noticed that there was like an Italian restaurant like every block that we were on. So, like, as, like as common seemingly as native Japanese food. Right. It was everywhere. Mm-hmm. And you had a pasta dish at Evo Japan last year that you said was like the best thing that you had the whole I entire time that was, was there. So and so we were like, let's see if we can find an Italian place because let's, whatever, let's just do it, right? And I was down for it because you know I love Italian food, right? Yeah. So I literally looked up on Yelp and there was one random Italian place that was open till 3 a.m., so we're like, let's go. So we turned around, walked back a little bit, and it was literally in an alley in an alley. <laughs> like, that's, right, that's yeah. how hard it is to find these yeah. things. It's like in an alley in the alley. And yeah. I always kept joking, in America, you go down an alley and hope you don't die. And in Japan, you go down an alley and you find the craziest things. Yeah. We literally walked past the restaurant, and the waiter opens the door and looks at us, right? And I guess this is their practice. They, they look for people looking yeah, for they food, do it later, so yeah. right? But I, when he opened the door, I, there was no sign up yeah, there. Yeah. And so I literally looked at him and was like, Libre? Because that was the place that we were looking for. And he was like, yes. Right? And so we walked in there. And it's just this small, tiny little place. One table in the back. 
and the rest was bar seats. Mm -hmm. Maybe 10 people total mm -hmm. could fit in mm -hmm. this place. And like we sat down to eat and the waiter in English was yeah. like, how did you find this place? Like literally, how did you yeah. find this place? Because I was obviously looking for yeah. it and I was like, Yelp. I was like, well, you, and Japan doesn't use Yelp as much as America does, by yeah. the way. So, but, um, and then like the next thing he does is hands us two menus and it's all in Japanese. Yeah. And he looks at us and he's like, we have no English menus. Yeah. <laughs> Spoken. <laughs> What's the craziest part is this dude is speaking to us yeah. in English. And, and he literally asks us like, what do you want? Yeah. Like he's like, we have no English menus. Uh, what do you guys look, what are you guys looking for? Yeah. And I was like, uh, just like spaghetti. Yeah. And so he's like, okay, tomato sauce, cream sauce, or pesto sauce. And I was like, tomato sauce. And you were like, tomato sauce. And then he was like, anything you guys are allergic to, anything you can't eat. And I was yeah. like, I, I can eat whatever. Yeah. And David was like, can't eat shellfish. Yeah. Can't no, eat no pork. pork. Yeah. <laughs> and as soon as he finished saying that, the guy just takes the menus away, turns to the chef to just start speaking in Japanese. He's yeah. like, da 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 da, make yeah. this the make The chef this. who's like right where James is compared to we are. Right? Yeah. Uh, like right the guy there. is cooking right there. Yeah. There's no kitchen in the yeah. back. Like he's literally co cooking right there. And so we're sitting there for waiting for our food. And these three guys who are working at the bar, there's a guy, the cook, and there's a, a girl there working. They're drinking with the party that's next to us. They're just having a great mm -hmm. time. It was a lot of fun. And it just, it was such an awesome, like, homely environment. Very yeah, cozy very environment. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The guy even came and asked us. He's like, what are you guys doing here? Like, yeah. what, where are you visiting from and stuff? Like, like, he didn't ask it, like, what are you doing here? No, yeah, like, yeah, it was yeah, super cool. Yeah, yeah, he was just like, what are you guys here for? We told him about the tournament and everything like that. We asked him how he knew how to speak English. And yeah. he apparently lived in Australia for, like, three years yeah. or something like yeah, that. Yeah, wow. And then he brought out the pastas to us. And it was so fantastic. I mean, it was crazy good. Yeah, it was awesome. Like, our dishes look nothing to say. He has had a meat sauce with yeah. beef and stuff in it and, and all this fish on there. And mine was this dish with all this pork. And keep in mind, like I said, I'm a terrible person, so I don't eat a lot of vegetables. My dish had a bunch of vegetables and onions in there, and it just didn't matter. I ate that thing up. The sauce was, oh, it was so good. The sauce was amazing. And honestly, like... If, if, if it's in Fukuoka next year, we're, we're 100% going back. Yeah. We're 100% well, going back. I think his name was, was Tim. That's how he introduced us? Uh, yeah. He, us his, what was his full name again? It was like... Uh, I just remember Tim. Because yeah. I was like, okay, Tim. It was a full Japanese name. But no, Tom was in there. It, oh, he was called Tom, himself actually, Tom. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He called himself Tom. Yeah. But uh, it was awesome. And I, I loved it. It was like such an awesome experience, dude. Whenever, I mean, it's as, called you're, Libre. as you're through Fukuoka, and it was the same way in Tokyo... Um, there's so many restaurants that are just so small, right? It yeah. was very rare to see something like a big old U.S. style restaurant where 100 people can fit there. I don't know if I saw any of that. So there's there's more of these small ones, and there's a very cool experience in there. And it's interesting because while we're walking around Japan, every time you enter these restaurants, there's a lot of restaurants that seat five people, and it's really interesting to me because I wondered to myself, I was like, how did the how do so many of these restaurants stay alive yeah, because the economics of it? But then I was like, but that's probably how. Because they're so small, the, the, the cost of operations is probably small. so small. Yeah. And in Japan, the culture of just walking around and going, what's this place? Eh, it looks interesting. And walking in is just is what you do. 
in Japan because e I saw native Japanese people doing that 24-7 mm -hmm. the whole time mm -hmm. we're there. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why the guy pokes his head out the door to, right. to pull people in because that's what people are doing. Yeah. They're walking around and stuff. Uh, that was cool. True story, on the uh, Tuesday after, and I, I really wished you were there with us at the time, we walked around Harajuku after visiting the Meiji Temple mm -hmm. and Shibuya area. It was me, uh, Corey Bell, and Jobin. Uh, we were just walking around, and the whole time we're like, let's find a place to eat. And so we just walked around, passed by this place, eh, back to this place, eh. Finally, we went to this one ramen place, and we're like, huh, eh, let's just try this ramen place. Turned out to be a chicken broth ramen place. Mm. So good, dude. I it bet. was so good. And like that's why I wish you were there because I know yeah. you can't eat pork ramen. Yeah, so in Fukuoka it's like the home of uh, oh, tonkatsu, tonkatsu ramen. ramen yeah. to pork tonkotsu broth. ramen. Tonkotsu? Okay. I should say, because tonkatsu is different than tonkotsu. Oh really? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so anyway, uh, it's uh, yeah, pork broth. So I didn't have any ramen not the whole that, time I was. Not there. that Jobin. Not that Jobin. Not the not uh, crazy no. street fighter Jobin. Soul Calibur, Soul Cal San Diego Jobin. Soul Dabbing Yoshimitsu Jobin. So yeah, yeah, different yeah. Jobin. So. Yeah, um, <sighs> I didn't have any ramen the whole time I was in Japan because of that. Mm -hmm. And presumably, like somewhere in the city of Fukuoka, you can find non pork broth ramen. But mm -hmm. you know, it wasn't easy to wasn't yeah. easy enough for me to do. To like, I didn't want to go out of my way and I don't know, make <laughs> people walk around. It was whatever. Dude, I. So the first meal that I had when I got home. Ramen. Did you really? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's yeah. painful. Yeah. I'll tell you this though, um, <laughs> I did have the generic one. I had Ichiran, which is the chain version of the tonkotsu ramen. Okay. And I thought that was fantastic. I, to multiple places I went to, after I was done eating the ramen, I just couldn't stop drinking the broth. Mm -hmm, the chicken mm -hmm. broth was that way, the Ichiran was that way, and it was really, really amazing. I even managed to go to a, um, a uh, Tsukumin place in Fukuoka before I went to Tokyo that was recommended by Joe, who found that place by Arya, uh, another player who, who uh, I met last year at Evo Japan who moved out to Japan, basically. But that place was super good because they they sprinkled in like powder, like some fish powder in there, mm -hmm. so it gave it like a fish taste. I like that. It was like I'm super down with that. good. It was super good. So. I did see a vegetarian place mm -hmm. in the uh, the train depot. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Forget mm -hmm. the name of that big building. Uh, 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 Hak, not Hakuman. Hakata Station. <laughs> yeah. called it Hakuman. Yeah. But yeah, there's a big, there's a big vegetarian place in there. Mm -hmm. But it, that's, it seemed rare, but again, what do I know? It's, I wasn't there for so long. It's, there's cat action going on. What are you doing, Nathan? We walked around also. Callisto was talking about it in the chat a little bit. We walked around the bad part of Fukuoka, which is how they were pronouncing it. Um, What's the bad part? Remember we were walking around the bad part? You don't remember? Oh man, the bad part. The bad part was the basically giant four block square open mall where Rick thought about buying like $700 shoes. Oh, and that's the bad part? That's the bad part. Wait, town. what? <laughs> that's the ghetto. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. We weren't even going to die in those alleys, dude. <laughs> Impossible. Impossible. Yeah, the hood was <laughs> million dollars. No, the $700 shoes were the were the very famous guy in Japan who designed shoes that Adidas signed up. I'm sure the, 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 the shoe guys know exactly who we're talking about. And I'll tell you right now, the, the $7 shoes that he almost considered buying were actually, I would never buy them. 
But the coolest thing about them was that the entire sole of the, the bottom of the sole was 3D printed in this like interesting material that it was all webbed. And so it was really like shock absorbing and stuff like that. I still would never buy a $700 pair of shoes, but I mean, it was a nice looking pair of shoes. I like 3D printing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's who it was. Kamarocho. I think that's who it was. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, but, yeah, that was the ghetto. But we also ran into the Alice in Wonderland store there, too, right? In that general area. Dude, there's this little building that sells all Alice in Wonderland-related stuff. And in order to walk to walk in there, you have to actually dip down into this tiny little door as if you're Alice having just had the mushroom and, mm-hmm. and shot yourself up. Uh, now you're huge. Now you have to get through this little doorway. So you kind of got to scrunch mm-hmm. through it there, you know? And, and one, one of the Tenno dudes is quite tall, yeah. you know? <laughs> Had to like really get in there. Yeah, we that kept joking though that Hanzo probably could have just walked. Yeah, in oh yeah, he was fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he wasn't with us, so we couldn't have proven yeah. that. Uh, yeah, I was, love you, Hanzo. Love you, Hanzo. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, uh-huh. but uh, so it was cool being in Japan. Yeah, Fukuoka was fun. It's a mean, uh, uh, smaller city, of course, but it's yeah. cool. Yeah, and then afterwards, I went to Tokyo. And uh, yes. dude, there was, I don't know if you want me to talk about that right now because that I could talk about that forever. I could do that on my own stream or something like I'll that. I'll up but, to you. Did you have a good time? Oh, dude, it's, okay, so I'll tell you, uh, Hey Arcade is like, if I lived in Japan, like Hey Arcade is like solely why I would just want to move to Japan. Like just that. ST, 10 yen ST. Not only that, but let me tell you this. This is a change from last year to this year. They moved the, the ST machines, but they also built a smoke room. Really? On that floor of the arcade. And I was at a Taito station earlier in the week, and I came out of there smelling like an ashtray, right? But at Hey Arcade, they had a smoke room now. It was, for a non-smoker like me, was fantastic. It was like the first Japanese arcade I've ever been to that has not had that problem now. Wow. Wow. And the smoke room is right in front of the... So, S- and so the smoke room, literally the window to the smoke room is watching the ST10 yen cabinet. So it's for old people specifically. Right, and it's it was cool. right there. So even when the door opened, it would come out a little bit, but even that was like 10 years better than... So you could only smoke in the room. Yes, in that arcade. It was actually crazy. Wow. And yes, 10 yen ST. So I went to the eSports Square in Akihabara because there was the Street Fighter V tournament that day, Right. But I found out there was a venue fee. It was like 1,800 yen for two hours to spend there. Or it was for three hours. 1,800 yen for three hours. And I was like, I can hang out here for three hours or I can play 180 games of ST. And I just walked away. And I went back to Hey Arcade to go play 180 games of ST. <laughs> Which I didn't actually play that many because I was never on the machine for more than one game in a row. Okay, all right. Let me tell you something. Oh my! I mean, it wasn't even just like, hey, let's go play these locals who are like stupid. Matsun was there. Okay. Best Ken in the world, maybe. Kotaka Shoten, the guy that Daigo has recently spotted, yeah. was like, this guy's amazing. And he had the first to 10 with uh, Anakin and blew right. him up 10 to 2. He was there playing. Yu Vega, one of the best bisons in the world, was playing there. Aoba, a claw player. You don't even have to be the best player, a claw player in the world to be a problem, right? Um, Fair enough. Uh, who else was there? Dude, like everybody, Koamon showed up, who's oh, cool. like the best Fei Long in the yeah. world, right? Who I met at Canada, the one uh, that yeah, I yeah. screamed about when he did that stupid cross-up thing yeah. to Sagat, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, dude, they were all there. 
And they're just sitting there playing. And I just looked at Matsu and I was like, is this like this every night? And he was like, almost every night. He said that a lot of the good players might have been there just because I was tweeting about it. And so a lot of people wanted to show up and stuff like that. Dang. But, you know, because like one of the guys there who recognized me immediately was talking to me. He's like, you should tweet about it. He's like, tweet, tweet that you're here, tweet that you're here. Oh, wow. And I did. And then a bunch of people started showing up and stuff like what that. So I, I don't know. But the funniest thing is Influencer I, James. I went to go meet Kotaka Shoten. Like I asked one of the guys to introduce me to him. Right. And so the guy was like, oh. Kotaka Shoten, this is James. I went out to shake his hand. Yeah. He looked so confused. Yeah. He was just like... That's funny. Like, like, and it wasn't like, like, who are you? It was more like, why does anybody care about me? Yeah, yeah. Like, why sense. is anybody trying to shake I've my hand? You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? Kind of thing. And I was just like, oh, you know, I was like, oh, you're so cool and you're so strong and everything like that. And so we were just talking to each other a couple of times through Google Translate. You know, like, that was the best we could do. That's cool, man. Time. But, dude... I'll tell you this right now, and I know you joked about this. I'm 20 years too late, but goddamn, Cammy is such a terrible character. Not great. And like, you you discover that in there, and like when you play in that arcade, it is clear that she is an order of margin worse than even Zangief. Like it is, it is not even. I even asked Matsu, and I was like, "Who's the worst character in the game?" He's like, "Cammy." It's like it's just not because they were Zangief players that were doing well, and then yeah, like he certainly has some good matches. And then, dude, like Kotaka Shoten knew the secret on how to beat Cammy with Guile. And so that match is like 9-1-8-2. Like, Cammy is that character who's super good and viable up to high levels. And then as soon as you get to the top levels, she just kind of goes pew, and then yeah. it's like completely useless. So I think I beat a Zangief. <laughs> <laughs> nice work. Oh, man. Poor Cammy. I just, I, I, all it does is just like, give me three buffs that I want to give to this character. Oh late. Oh, God. Uh, all right. Well, that was Japan. Japan is a fun place. I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, there's another one, and I go again. I'd like to. Yeah, we did fun. go to the Meiji Temple. Uh, the three of us, oh, uh, okay. American Jobin, uh, myself, and uh, and uh, and I did have some dango. Uh, I saw Ani asking about that on chat earlier, which is just this little like taro-ish kind of like oh, snack cool. thing that they just kind of cooked nice. there. It was really good. Nice. It was really, really good. Uh, I like natto a lot. I mean, it's not the first time I've had natto, but. Mm-hmm. I had it more this time. Like, I had it... I mean, you, you can get it in the U.S. too. I've had mm-hmm. it, but... Uh, for breakfast at the hotel we were staying at, you could, like, mix it. You could get a little packet of natto, and then you could mix it with rice and and a raw egg. And I saw this other dude doing it, uh, uh, and he would take out the yolk itself and get rid of the white and mm-hmm. just mix the yolk in oh, with the rice interesting. and the natto. So I did that too, and it was good. I, I wish that it was more. This sounds silly. I wish it was more natto-y. Like it wasn't. <laughs> it was like too ricey. I had too much rice, I guess. So I need to. I need to up the natto element. Yeah, in. I, I, like I, I heard like the, the stuff that you're eating there. Like there was fish and stuff like that at the breakfast, right? Dude, they had great fish at the breakfast. Yeah. Yes, I heard this. They was, had miso soup. I heard that's standard Japanese breakfast right there. Fish, miso Love soup, it. natto, that Love kind it. of stuff. So yeah. So that's why great they coffee have it there. Yeah, great mm-hmm. coffee. Yeah, yeah. No, I think that's actually the first time I've ever had just a raw e- egg yolk. <laughs> have you ever had a raw egg yolk? 
I mean, not like that. I obviously I just I, mixed it in. I was like, I hope this is safe. I've poured raw egg into like a clay pot thing, so it oh, kind of cooks, cooks in, in the there. Thing, you know, sure. I've done stuff like yeah. that. I've never had raw egg, raw egg. Raw egg, mix it into the rice. Because that natto is definitely not cooking it. I don't right? think so. <laughs> but I don't know. So I, anyway, I turned out to be safe. Yeah, I lived. Yeah. So, so I was like, ah. Uh, anyway, yeah, it was cool. Okay, All right. Okay. Japan was cool. Evo Japan, <laughs> on the other hand, I like how during the Evo reveal, Markman said whatever about it to Wizard, mm-hmm. and Wizard was like, you know, there were some challenges. Like, <laughs> that was the first thing he said. Look, again, you know, one of the things is that, you know, when we talk to Wizard and Tom, who are there and everything like that, you know, they're just kind of mostly overseeing it, but, you yeah. know, it is mostly. Uh, a different group that's running. They they know. license it out. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, honestly, I think one of the weaknesses of Evo Japan is that that group isn't as embedded in the FGC as a lot of other groups. And, I strongly and you agree. Can tell, you can tell because of why I tweeted out that tweet, which was, "This is how you run brackets. Don't ever, no matter how much you think it's a great idea, don't ever." run all of winners and then go to loser side. As much as you think that that is a great idea, it is the absolute worst idea because the people who lose first round wait forever to play their matches and then the person who makes it to the furthest in the winner side waits forever and a day. The, one of the guys, uh, I think it was Mofu Mofu, the Balrog player, the boxer player I should say, got to that point at like noon and didn't play his next match until like 8 p.m. Like just don't do that. Don't ever do that. It was really run poorly. The uh, brackets, like you were talking about, were run poorly. That that Mm -hmm. made people wait a long time. It also meant that on the stream, there were many times across the various streams that there wasn't anything on stream because there just wasn't anything ready to go. Mm -hmm. Like, there just Mm -hmm. weren't matches at that time. Or there were matches, but they were being played off stream. And and although there were like stream runners who were like trying to get things going, yeah, it was you know they only had so much power, and the actual bracket runners were the ones who made make the choices, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. So the the bracket runners were not putting stuff on stream that like probably should have been on stream. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the brackets were not run in pools; they were it was just one big open mm. one big bracket. So that means that if you and that means everybody plays at the start, right? So so at one p.m. or whenever it started. Everybody has to be there right. at once, which means that you just have crowding in a way that you don't if it's a pools kind of phasing thing. That's part yeah. of why you do pools. So, yeah, actually, I wanted to talk about that, Peter 061, because of the two comments. You said you thought they would have learned their lessons from last year, and then you asked what were the improvements. I do want to address that in that probably the biggest improvement was, you know, one of the biggest problems last year was the venue. Too small. Yeah. Too small. It was crowded and it was miserable in there, right? It was, you could barely walk and et cetera. And so I feel like what the Evo Japan staff thought, and again, this is the different group, right? And I'm not talking about the Evo proper staff here. The Evo Japan staff, they probably thought that that was the main problem and that if they got a better venue, it would have been fixed. And and don't get me wrong, this new venue was awesome. Venue wasn't the problem. Right, the venue, th- that was 100% a massive improvement, cool. right? They even had three levels, like like little seatings up there, all the side tournaments were on the middle level, and then everything was on the ground floor, the main tournaments and yeah. stuff like that. That was all cool, but then they ran into all these new problems, which were probably repeated from last year, but they probably thought it would, might have been a venue thing that caused the crowding or whatever like that. I- I'm not sure exactly, but... Either. 
you know, what I'm hoping is that they learn this year from that. And so next year, if they do it again, uh, that they will change up a lot of that stuff as well. So There were other uh, issues, too. I mean, remember how, how the consoles were sharing oh God, uh, yeah. accounts? And so that caused, I don't really know what the issue was, but like it caused it so that some consoles didn't have all the DLC. And, and they would also get messages and like log out. And they logged out mid-match. That's yeah. right. That's mm-hmm, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, that's obviously a big problem. Yeah, and, and after it happened, I remember even talking to Wizard, and Wizard's like, you just buy the stuff. I like, mean, why would you do that? You know, yeah. I mean, like, the, the, that's just, like... Yeah. And it's funny, too, because I even ran into one of the EVO Japan staff members at the airport flying from Fukuoka to Tokyo. I just ran into him randomly okay. there. And I was like, oh, how was EVO Japan? He was like, eh. You know, he was like... yeah. You know, <laughs> I mean, there were there were obviously big problems with a lot of it, a right. lot of it. Mm-hmm. The the their stream issues weren't just the the organization problems. It was also the streams went out sometimes, mm-hmm. right? Some of the some of the equipment that they used were things that like weren't fitting with each other well, and right. there were problems in that way. Mm-hmm. There were just a lot of problems. Yeah. Um, they need to change a lot. Well, and, it's funny because on the Capcom stream, everything felt like it was going fine. I think the Capcom stream probably did go better than, than the other ones. Yeah, because yeah. even Callisto, who was running that stream the whole time, was like, yeah, that seems to be pretty good. Yeah, you know? I, think uh, that, I think that one stream. But then you talked to D, and um, <laughs> there were a ton of issues on the Tekken yeah, stream. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, it was just... Mm-hmm. I, I don't, I'm so sad. I see you in the chat, Hi-Fi. I didn't see you this year. I didn't get a chance to say hi to yeah, Hi-Fi buddy. this year. Yeah, I feel terrible about buddy. that. I would have... Oh, I feel bad. Anyways... I didn't either. Oh, you didn't get a chance to see him either? Uh, I didn't see anyone. I didn't even see half the players. Like, a Gamer B, every time I see him, I, like, want to give that guy a big hug. He was there. I never even saw him. I never saw Gamer B. Yeah, uh-huh. I felt so terrible, Dang. dude. But it was cool seeing some folks. I saw Junichi there. It was cool. He, see, he, I uh, didn't even get to see Junichi he, there. He told me. So he said that part of why there were a few players there from Tokyo and Kyoto oh, yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. was it's hard to travel around Japan. Mm-hmm. It's expensive. Mm-hmm. And if you don't use the expensive means, like the train and flights you have to take really long paths mm-hmm. so the way that he got there was actually by going to the coast uh the the west coast and then taking the um the ferry down and that took 12 hours what yeah oh my god yeah so shout Dang. out to him for taking that slog that is pretty cool but yeah. you know that's it too bad that you need to do that right that's right. that sucks yeah, yeah. okay yeah Oh, that's not Evo Japan's fault. <laughs> yeah, I'll, a lot of the players weren't there, obviously, because Gachikun was having a wedding there. You notice that everyone that had anything to do with Red Bull was not there, yeah. right? Daigo, Banchan, Gachikun, those that's guys were all not there. So, yeah, no worries, high five. I, I really wish I had a chance to say hi. So It's all good. Yeah, but and then also another thing that caused unintentional problems, like the, the poor 10-0 staff was staying at a... Ah, Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, the the, the, the 10 staff was staying at a place that took a half an hour taxi to get to the venue because there was a BTS concert in Fukuoka mm-hmm. that weekend. So all of the hotels were sold out. <laughs> was that what the giant, giant lines were on Sunday? There was like a venue that was right next to our venue that had huge lines. Probably, yeah. That had to have been it then. That had to have been it. So. Because uh, they're a seriously a gigantic group, like yeah, super. Right, right. Pop. I so remember I when heard. they were here in the U.S. Like everybody on my Facebook timeline, I swear to God, went to that thing. So, yeah. Well, 
I can tell you that uh, although I don't know any of the conversations in specific, the there were definitely some heated words between like Evo Antenno staff and Evo Japan staff. Oh, and yeah, I, okay. I really hope that that does end up causing like improvements because they mm. need big time improvements. Yeah, you yeah, can't yeah, have yeah. the third Evo Japan in a row be messy. You can't do it three times. Mm -mm. That's not good for Evo Japan, obviously, but it's not good for Evo either. Right. It's not like Evo's brand is. That's not. Mm -hmm, you don't want to mess mm -hmm. with that. I would imagine. So I really hope that next time it's it's yep. improved. There's a lot of and, and some of those things are just like obviously you just don't run the brackets that like things that mm -hmm, you just mm -hmm. buy the DLC rather than sharing all the things. It's like small changes, but they right. meant they made big impacts this time. If you yep. don't you just make those yep. small changes, and I'm sure they a lot of it goes away. I'm sure they had. I think High Fight mentioned it on the chat earlier that they had an agreement with Challenge, so they had to use Challenge or not Smash.gg. Because Challenge, you can obviously run like the pool things, but I don't think they have the to pool thing arrows that we can do. So when we're looking at the semifinals bracket, you can just click the back arrow Dude, and stuff so like that. it was so obnoxious. To, so as we're commentating, <laughs> the top 16. How do you really feel about it? I hated it, is what I did. Uh, we're trying to commentate the top 16, trying to get down to the top eight. So I'm all the time trying to figure out what was this player's path to get here. And I'm trying to like zoom back through challenge to figure out what it was. And this thing kept on resizing itself constantly. I was just like, I, I tried to press like the little X, like stop, stop it on the browser. Right. Yeah, I tried to like do, yeah. I tried to, I turn off scripts, like everything I could do to make this not happen. And it just kept happening. I'll tell you this I couldn't right now, figure it was, ugh. As a hated it. grid bag layout expert, that's all I did at one my job at one point in time. They screwed up on the, the grid bag layout. Trust me, they screwed up on the grid bag layout. So yeah, that doesn't need to be like that either, right? Like that could be. Mm -hmm. so there's yeah, all these unforced true. errors. Huh? Uh, dude, uh, we went to uh, just to talk a little bit more about Japan because I forgot to mention this, but like we went to Nakano Broadway. I went there last year, right? And it's like the it's like the Akihabara that's not the tourist trap. You can buy all sorts of stuff. It's like the outlet store for Akihabara, basically. So it's where you can buy things for cheaper, but your selection is less because it's the, the it's the whatever they have extras, right? But we're walking around there. It was me and Slash, right? Uh, Slash five one five zero Michael, and we walked by all these arcade cabinets. They're just like sitting there. It's like not even in a room. They're just like sitting there in this corner that's open air. And I was like, that's interesting. They just have these cabinets here, right? And that's kind of funny. Oh, look, they have a Samurai Showdown here or whatever like that, right? And we were going to meet up with Corey and Jobin at some point in time. And they said that they really wanted to visit TRF, which is a famous Japanese arcade that's all about Kusoge games, like uh -huh, playing cool. Kusoge games, right? That was the arcade. It was literally the one that was just sitting there in that section, because when I walked back, you saw TRF written uh -huh. on, and I was like, what? And like, that's why I got to play Samurai Showdown 5 uh -huh. there okay. and everything, and they had like, they had SNK heroines there, <laughs> and while we were there, they were running a Fighting EX Layer single elimination tournament. Okay. And the best thing about it is I took a picture of it and tweeted about it yeah. later, right? And like, I showed the picture was the people standing there playing some, like, God, playing some uh, Fighting EX layer, and a Japanese person retweet, quote retweeted it, tagged who, someone who must have been in the picture, and all he said was, turn around, turn around. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. But it was so cool. Like, it, I didn't realize that that was like the arcade. That's awesome. And it was like, this is so cool. Like, it's me. So yeah, but that that's a whole another story. That's cool. So, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, it was uh, you know aside from all of these problems, 
There was also the uh, issue with DOA. I guess we like kind of had talked about that during Evo reveal, yeah, right? Yeah, Where they, yeah. they were core doing values some presentation mean, right? on, yeah. on stream, and yeah, I, I guess like they. I didn't see the whole thing, but you know the I, pre I, presenters I were like jiggling themselves and whatever. Well, because they were know. talking about they so. Basically, they kept pausing the game in with characters in compromising positions. Ah, I did. Oh, sorry. They sorry. kept zooming in on like the characters, you know, breasts basically. Okay. And then when the ladies were like, "Oh, look at the jiggle physics," and they would start yeah. jiggling. Okay, and stuff. okay. Yeah, One yeah. of them slapped the other in the ass yeah. and stuff like that. And they were, you know, doing all that kind of stuff. And yeah. They cut the American stream. The Japanese stream kept going, right? So, yeah, it makes sense. Like, yeah, I mean, it's definitely. <laughs> A very big cultural difference, yes. right? And, you know, a lot of people have brought up very valid arguments is that in this weird puritanical country that we have, that sex is wrong, but violence is okay, right? I mean, that's why everyone's making the memes about MK versus, you know, DOA and everything like that. But, you know... I, th I think the linking of those two things is as problematic as the fact that there are different perceptions about them. Right. Well... I think I think there's a there's a big critique to be had there that I think people want to just accept. Right. They oh, and by the to. way, you're you're blocking your microphone oh, a little bit bad. that way. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah. one thing I will say though is that the same I, I don't think that it was that so much as because of that view, Twitch has rules of not being allowed to do stuff. And so you've got to unplug it on the American stream and make a statement about it because Twitch could obviously just be like, well, we're banning this channel because of inappropriate yeah, content, yeah, yeah. right? If they just get reported, they're in trouble. Right. Again, I know I, I stick up for Evo a lot, and I know a lot of people are mad at Evo or think that they're hypocritical or whatever, but I mean, there's a logic to it, right? You, you gotta be careful of Twitch streaming services and getting banned and shut down for that reason, right? And so, yeah, they pulled the English stream, they left the Japan stream up because obviously it's not as a concern, as much of a concern for them. So, you know, I, it's, it's these kind of things, you know, and it's unfortunate, it's, it's, a, and it's become a meme, everyone talks about it. Of course, everybody mentioned it on stream afterwards, you know. You guys like, are trying to kill the joke. Yeah, uh -huh, basically. <laughs> trying but, to run it into the ground. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I thought that from what I saw of the presentation, I thought it was like silly and like not that big of a deal, but I get why they wouldn't like it. I understand mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. I also thought that the tweet that Mr. Wizard put out about core values, not necessary. Also, not a big deal. I don't know. I didn't think I, that it was like... I saw that tweet. Either way, was like, I was like, I don't know. When whatever. I saw the tweet, I was like, it's a pretty standard response tweet. I don't know yeah. how it got so viral. I don't know how the core values thing got so know. viral. So, yeah, anyway, I thought it was kind of silly and funny yeah. either way. Not a big deal. But, I mean, it's unfortunate that it happened and obviously shouldn't have happened, but more lessons to learn for next year hopefully yeah so. you should probably know like what's gonna happen before mm -hmm. you put somebody on stage i guess right. maybe maybe a lesson there Welp, it was fun to hang out on sunday whilst the commentary was going on whilst the top eights were going on i should say because i had a lot of drinking to do it was that was fun hanging out you know yeah. partying oh whatnot. everyone was making fun of it because it had core values of the fgc Oh, I didn't even remember that. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. That I guess that kind of makes sense. That then. does make more yeah, sense. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I didn't. I didn't. I, I, that part didn't even stick out to me. Then. Same. Okay. 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 Yeah. All right. Okay. Uh. Anyway, the results. Or is there anything else to talk about when it comes to Evo Japan slash Japan? 
anything else I want to mention about like my trip to Japan? I'm just trying to think here. Uh, oh God, there's so much good food there. But um, uh, yeah, actually, I just want to mention one thing about my Tekken Seven experience there.、Mm-hmm. Actually, so I got to play a bunch of round two, and I was really excited to go there and get destroyed by everybody and like really learn some Tekken, right? And I played, and I did pretty well at, at, in Japan, and it, it kind of made me realize that. I actually kind of had an issue with the way that it's set up in Japan, which is actually a good thing, but not for what I was looking for. And the reason for that is it's all online in Japan. Right. So when you go to a round two machine, and thanks to Nate, he pointed out that if you buy a banana pass, then you you can have a ten win streak before they kick you off. As opposed, if you don't have a banana pass, you only get a three game win streak, and then they kick you off the game. The game just ends. Right, so I got a banana pass, and so they record your record that way, right? And so they started me on low ranks, and I had to work my way up. So they were only pairing me with other people of low ranks. So I wasn't actually able to play the super good people、okay. and find out where my true、okay. weaknesses were. I was playing because round two is brand new, so this is the first time that a lot of people had access to Geese and Noctis, etc.、Ah. I fought like ninety Noctises, okay, and you could tell half those people were like, "What does Noctis do?" You know what I mean? And I only fought like one person who was clearly better than me. Cle- like he beat me up so bad, and in fact. I only won one round against him, and that was only in the last game. Because you could actually rematch people in that thing, so you have the option to rechallenge them. And the first game I played against him, he beat me so bad all three rounds that in the third round he just like taunted me and stood there and let me beat him up for a little bit, and then he killed me. Yeah. But then I challenged him, and I think he was probably surprised by that, and that I was actually improving as it was going. And then, like I said, in the third game, I took a round off of him. Nice. I took a legit round off of him. So yeah. Good work. But like that was way to beat that guy off with your banana pass. Exactly. And like, dude, that's what it's. Oh, what is? It? Is it called like? But I don't know. Is it not banana pass? No, I, I have no idea, man. Go on about your story about the banana pass. It, You you found a top with banana, banana pass. pass. It's just a banana pass. Oh, Bandai Namco pass. That makes sense. Okay, I just read it as banana pass. Well, you know what? <laughs> it's、th- not even banana pass. You not <laughs> banana pass. Well, screw that. It's banana pass from now on, dude. Now we've got to tell Eris about this because Eris will spread that, dude.、Oh、it is、God. definitely a banana pass at this point in time. I'm not calling it anything else okay, from now on. Okay. All right. Okay. So uh, uh, I actually beat him one round, and then I quit. It's not even banana pass. It doesn't matter now. It is a hundred percent banana pass from now on. So,、um, but、uh, I'm gonna beat people off with my banana pass.、Um, but、uh, yeah, I actually beat him one round, so I was actually really happy about that. But that guy clearly showed me what my true weakness is in Tekken Seven. And like I said, I just didn't get that feeling that I when I played a lot of other people because a lot of other people were also weaker like I was.、So、I'm glad、yeah. that you discovered something important about yourself with another guy using your banana pass. Yeah, exactly. It's good. I'm glad for yeah, you. Yeah, and he definitely really, you know, said all he, right. He definitely accepted my banana pass. Well, all right. Way, so. Yeah, there you go. Come on. So the results for Evo Japan. I mean, I don't know if we need to go through all these things, but Momochi won Street Fighter. I was. Super happy about that. Now I'm a big Momochi fan, but also he's not one of the dudes who has the Evo, the、um, Japanese pro gaming license,、mm-hmm. and so he could not win above I don't remember 900 bucks or something. 
I actually 10, heard. I actually yen. heard because that wasn't an officially sanctioned Jespa event that Momochi could win the entire. Is cap. that so? I've I actually, thought that was. I thought that was illegal. I heard that. I but that's word of mouth. So who knows? It's everybody's talking everywhere. So. Well, I mean, I, it's not the case that I want Momochi to make less money. I want that. I want the stupid you licensing want, thing to go away. You want to, to expose away. the absurdity yes. of the exactly rule right. of the law. A non-professional player under the you know Japanese esports rules. He's not a pro, and he blew up these pros, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I just—it's such a dumb system. I hope that that strikes any kind of blow. Definitely, it won't. But I like the uh, idea of believing that it might. Yeah, I, I was really happy because Momochi's performance in 2018 was lackluster for Momochi. Yeah. Yeah. And I even remember the year that uh, Mena RD won. There was a documentary crew going around making a documentary for Momochi. And even by the end of 2017, his performance hadn't been as strong as it was previously. And they interviewed me for this documentary. And a lot of the questions they were asking were like, so do you think Momochi's performance is going to get him unsponsored? Like, ah. like, you could see that just these people just have this super concern and in Japan it's so much more business than it is like in America like I'm not sponsored whatever I'll just keep playing whatever like in Japan it was such a much bigger deal and so like to see Momochi have this level of success again you know like makes me excited and makes me just really happy for the guy I mean the guy is such a strong player he's always been one of my favorite players and you know obviously one of the only guys to win Evo and Capcom Cup in a calendar year and now he's an Evo Japan winner so he has a trifecta he does indeed so he's you know important important community leader exactly organized and helped other students learn the stuff that he's done with Choco Blanca with Shinobiism and all that stuff like that is amazing stuff so, you know, I'm I was rooting for him. Thrilled just and, and you know, not that I'm saying that I didn't want Fudo to win, but Fudo's been having success. Fudo got second place again. Yeah, he's been doing great. It's happened so a lot. I'm not like he's accustomed to second position. I'm not crying for Fudo because he's obviously still very successful. Of yeah. So yeah. Pretty cool. I thought it was awesome that Powell got got third place. <laughs> the the Kami who did well last year too beat Tokido two years in a row now at Evo Japan. But uh, he just can't travel, so it's really cool for him to be able to show himself off at uh, Evo Japan. You know what, also, remember Evo Japan last year? Uh, they did not use Challenge, but they seeded it weirdly that everyone kept double jeopardy. Double jeopardy was a huge uh, problem last year. That was a huge, everyone double jeopardy repeatedly last year. So that was something that they did fix here. Because I mentioned that because Powell beat Tokido last year, then lost to Tokido. Right. Kind that's of quickly, right, that's right, yeah. right? That didn't happen this year, and Powell went on and got to third place, and I was super happy for him. It's great. Very cool. Uh, Punk got fourth. That's pretty great also. But clearly, obviously, Cammy got nerfed to the ground with this season four patch. So terrible she now. Sucks. Buff Cammy. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And Birdie confirmed top tier because somebody primarily using Birdie got second place. Yeah. Confirmed. Uh-huh. And he's one of the guys who put Birdie in that tier list. He sure and did. And he is using him. And... Dude, I, I will say this about Street Fighter V. I really feel like the difference between 2-bar V-Trigger and 3-bar V-Trigger is too great. I really feel like... I'm actually starting to believe that they should merge them all to something between 2 and 3 and just have all of them be that, that one level. Because the fact that Birdie got so good was just because I feel like that V-Trigger went from 3-bar to 2-bar. I feel like it's... Although the trigger is part of it, I feel that it's more about just recognizing what he's like done the entire time. I think that's part of why I'm confused about him being listed as top tier because he's like basically the same character. He actually got nerfed in a couple mm-hmm. of ways. 
but like it's just I just I feel it's more like oh it turns out Birdie has had good footsies the whole time but and good anti-airs the whole time and he's dealt damage the whole time like he is basically the same a couple of characters who maybe beat him got nerfed I agree to a point I, don't know. I really do think that V trigger made a huge because there was a lot of rounds Fudo won because he had that V trigger. Bot, bot, juggle, boom, bot, jug, dead. Yeah. Like that happens so often. Dude, I, I, and, yeah. I, and, and he can build V trigger better than most characters can. Indeed he can. So I actually feel like that, I didn't realize. It, it is a buff, I don't want to say it's I, not. I, I feel like it was a much more significant buff than I originally thought it was going to be. I actually think because of that change, that he is significantly better than he was in previous seasons. I, I, I really kind of do. I, well, I agree with you that he's better. I just, I'm not sure that it's mm-hmm. like a giant deal, but. Right. Yeah. Anyway. I don't, still don't think he's like the best in the game. I don't, I don't think, think so that's either. even yeah. remotely yeah. at that point. I mean, he's but good, but I felt like he's good like the whole time. I so. do understand why he, some people have jumped him up in tears that much. Especially Fudo, who uses him, probably realized, holy crap, this V-Trigger 2 is super good. So, makes a bunch I mean, of moves safe. Don't, don't you think Fudo should have been playing Birdie, like, the whole time? Like, that's just his... It's more like, his just style. just fits him better It's more than his Mika. style. It know. fits more than me. But I remember being. saying that in Season 1. And I don't yeah, know, yeah, 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 for All sure, right. for sure. Um, cool for Punk, that's cool. Dude, Jobin, great job to Punk. Yes, definitely. Great job. I'm, again, I think... Best Punk is not Echo Fox Punk. I think when he got signed to Echo Fox, that's what kind of weakened him. And now that he's not on Echo Fox, I feel like we've had the return of Cocky Punk. And I'm really happy about that. And I'm sure he, you know, Cocky Punk had a but had a pass in Japan as well. Anyway, anyways, anyways, go ahead. Sorry. All right. Yeah. Uh, Jobin, same kind of thing as Powell. Like, those guys mm-hmm. can't or don't, in any case, travel very much. But they're very strong, and they, had, they were in winter semis of top eight right. against each mm-hmm. other. So that, that's pretty cool. Good job to Nemo. Good job to Oil King. Good job to Crusher. Also a very yeah, strong player. Another birdie. Indeed he another is. Another birdie. Anyway, people who didn't make top eight were like some amazing players. Yeah. But know. anyway, the whole is a long it's, list. It's, it's what All you're right, guaranteed to have happen. Yeah, yeah. Scrolling. Damn, they really this Evo jersey is from Evo 2010. Yeah, I used to be able to pre-order Evo jerseys. And they would make them, and I have a few from a few different years. Does it say years. Graham on the back? I don't think so. I think oh, is this Ultra? Ultra. Ultra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do I have eight, or is it the Infinity sign? It's six. Six. That's right. Yeah, yeah. So when I, whenever I played, that's right. Whenever I played hockey, it was either with number six oh. or with a sideways eight. Really? Yeah. They let you do that? <laughs> yeah, some of them did. <laughs> what does A stand for? Assistant. Oh, okay. Assistant captain. Okay. Oh, that's right. That's right. So you have to see if you're the captain. <laughs> That's right, because you could pay a little extra to get the A on there. Was that what it was? I don't remember. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't remember if it was that or you put it on there for like Anaheim or something. Oh, like man. That. No, no. Just okay, this isn't. Okay, okay. Tekken was won by VS Arslan Ash. This is definitely a better story than anything that happened in Street Fighter, although there was some cool stuff there. This dude from Pakistan beat all these top players from Japan and Korea and the US, etc. And his path to get there, literally the way he got there, not his like, <laughs> what's, the, what's the bracket? But like to get to, get to, to Japan. Evo Japan in the first place was a crazy slog, lasting multiple days, five flights. I think he said mm-hmm. at multiple times he thought he was just stranded and just he, didn't know what to do. He got to Japan that morning that he had to play, and he was so scared he was going to get DQ. Amazing, yeah. And he beat everyone so efficiently, 
and everybody from Pakistan, right? Um, Pakistan had said that uh, we're the best at Tekken, blah blah blah, and everyone's like, whatever. But so he beat Knee, and Knee is now flying to Pakistan oh. to go and train with their scene. No, I hadn't heard about that. Yes, that's that super is actually. Cool. So wow. Knee has said, I'm going to Pakistan so I can train with those guys. Because he wants That's to wild, make sure dude. that he can stay, keep up with them. Dude. That's incredible. I, yeah. So, as an anecdote, I had a friend during my second law degree program who was from Pakistan. Like he was studying abroad from there, and he was big into the FGC. And when he came to SoCal, he always would tell me, "Look, I know you guys have a strong scene here. I know you guys have a lot of good players, but you got to see our players back home." And, like, he would come out to Wednesday Night Fights and stuff, and he'd always be like, these are good players, but, like, you got to see our players back home. And I would always be like, all yeah, right, you're buddy, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh, yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> okay, sure, you just, you're a homer. For... Maybe I was the homer. Yeah, you know? I know, right? <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. I was the one who was, like, but again, being unreasonable the... about it. In that, retrospect, I don't know. That's one of my favorite things about Evo Japan, you know, running into the Russians, for example, yeah. you know, stuff. You get people from countries that you just don't, they don't get to get to Evo America as Evo World as easily because it's harder for them to go to America than it is for Japan. Yeah. By the way, those Russians gave me a bunch of birthday presents, including oh, yeah. the biggest giant piece of bread that I'd ever seen that yes. apparently is only made or made in best Tula. in that guy's hometown, Tula. Yeah, exactly. And it was this bread with like this, it was almost like a fig Newton plum kind of like jelly in the baked into the middle of it. Super good. I probably, like, that thing lasted me the entire Japan trip, let me tell you. Did it really? And I gave everybody a piece of it. Yes. I was like, here, Seijan, take a piece. I gave so much of that bread to people. And even when I went to Tokyo, like, there were some nights that I went back to my hotel room and I was like, I don't feel like walking to the family mart. And I was like, <laughs> oh I have God, this bread, please. you know? And I would yeah. just eat the bread, you know? Because it was like yeah. 2 a.m. And yeah, I was okay, like yeah. kind of weirdly hungry. And I was like, oh, I have this bread. Seriously, like that bread like lasted me the whole trip. Man, that bread was important for me on that Sunday of a lot of sake drinking. <laughs> that provided a nice little base. And, and, and keep in <laughs> mind here, when I'm talking about this bread, like it's bigger than the envelope. Like it was like... Oh, yeah, it was way better It was that. like this, yeah, yeah, right? Huge. And so, yeah, that was a thing foot was, long, easy. That thing was, it looked like a football. Yeah. It literally looked like a, a football, football dude. It was, it was so good. That bread was ridiculous. That bread yeah. was so good, dude. And, and thank you to the Russian scene for sharing that with me because I did get to share it with a lot of other people as yeah, well. And really I thought nice. that was really, really cool, too. So, Agreed. Uh, yeah, I got that bread. You did. <laughs> I got that bread, so. Yeah, I've also heard that, uh, that Arslan is not the best Tekken player oh, in yeah? Pakistan. Yeah, oh, I've heard the same awesome. thing. That's awesome. I don't know if it was him who said it. I heard it from somebody, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that is amazing. That is amazing. Congrats. So, so in Japan, the top, the grand finals was Pakistan versus the Philippines. Philippines, AK. AK. Oh, I thought that was really cool. It was a super good story. It's fun to watch. I assume I don't remember very much of it, nor of Street Fighter. By the way, I basically don't know what happened in Street Fighter. <laughs> I'll tell you this. Uh, but I remember remember having the impression of it being fun. <laughs> I'll tell you this, though. I mean, oh, um, there was obviously a lot of issues. Like, I think it was me and JDCR played each other off stream and stuff yeah, like I heard that, about that. You know, that sucks. and, you know, obviously a lot of people are like, what happened? I mean, they lost. 
They, that was a loser's bracket match. So, you know, that's standard rules. You play match at loser's bracket matches well, off stream. But obviously that should have been ran out to the stream. That one in yeah, yeah, but again, keep in mind that a lot of those matches that weren't played were loser's bracket match. The reason why I bring up that story is that is an indication of just how crazy the competition in Tekken is. Or if we're talking in Street Fighter terms, that just shows how random the game is and how there's no consistency in it. And obviously the game is scrubby and completely random because the top players can't even be consistent in the game. Nice Anyways, work. I just had to soapbox that. Nice anyway. Work. Nice work. <clears throat> Shout out to Jimmy J who got fifth place. Jimmy J. Dude, did you see that tweet that I retweeted? Like he ended a stream. It took me two hours to do Taunt Jet Upper, right? Oh, yeah. And so apparently he ends the stream by doing Taunt Jet Upper four times in one direction and four times in the other direction, right? And so there's a clip that he walks up there and he's like, one, two, three, four. Change to the other side. Five, six, seven, eight. He didn't miss it one time. He did it eight times in a row. For people who don't understand, it's not even a one-frame link. Yeah. You have a three-frame input that you have to input in exactly three frames back forward and button like you have to do that in the window that you have otherwise it won't happen jimmy j tran is ridiculous that guy is just like he's on a, he's, in, he's the not human huh? i've determined he is not human so anyway that was cool to watch everybody told me uh guilty uh, gear extra rev 2 was won by samito that uh, who i've heard of forever and never thought that it would be summit I never thought oh, that, that, like, was, yeah. that was supposed to be what it right. was, it's but that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, anyway, he won. That was cool. Yeah, and uh, second place went to Cha-Cha-Cha, who uh, best performance he's ever had. Uh, Heihun is not... I mean, I was watching it with uh, Felipe from Omen of Sorrow. We mm. were sitting there watching it. Was it him or was it somebody else? It might have been somebody else. They were like, is Heihun top tier? Because he looks really good, and he's not top tier. And he still did really well, so a lot of people were surprised by that performance there. Now, a lot of people are going to ask what happened to Omito or whatever. He was on commentary. Yeah. He couldn't make it in time to enter the tournament. Oh, so really? he showed up just to support and oh, to have fun okay. and stuff like that. So he was on Didn't the commentary. Know. So he actually did lose. But Cha Cha Cha, was, uh, that was really cool to see him do really, really, really well with Hehun. So yeah, it was, it was cool. cool so. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay. Ah, uh, BB tag. Uh... Tomo won with Mai and Gord. Is that the same Tomo as the Guilty Gear Tomo? No, it's a different Tomo. Okay. Uh, okay. That was cool. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I wasn't able to see some of this. So my, my intention was to get there in the morning to see it. And I started walking like when the top eight started, thinking like, oh, I'll just watch the rest. And then it took like longer than I had expected. <laughs> I had like, done the walk previously, and just in my mind, I was like, yeah, I'll just walk there. Yeah, and yeah. 40 <laughs> minutes later, I was <laughs> missed like half the top eight. So. But what I saw was really fun. It was really, really good to watch. That was cool. Uh, Soul Calibur was won by Shoot Fighters Kiev from France. It's pretty cool. Shen Chan, I think, from Singapore, if I recall correctly, got second place with Cervantes. A lot of fun to watch. I really enjoy that game, as I have often said. And then Sama M Dash won KOF 14. Yeah. BB Tag was oh, good and, stuff. Uh, though. BBCF. Oh, side tournaments now. Yeah. Right there, BB so. Tag was good stuff, so. Fenrich won that. Fen Fenrich won both Dragon Ball Fighters and BBCF side tournaments. Not bad. Pretty good at games, I guess. Million Arthur Arcana Blood uh, was won by Hinokino with Kome Sakiyama. Mm -hmm. Third strike. Wow. Hirohata, Dudley, Machiken, Ken, and Hayao Hugo were their top three. Okay, I didn't know <laughs> nice. that like, okay. the super legit okay. players came out. That's awesome. USF4. 
I heard that this was not very legit, but it was won by Rao Ru Kuruuze with well, M. Bison. Keep in mind that a lot of the side tournaments were standard single elimination, one game Japan mm. style. A lot of the a lot of the side tournaments were like that. I know CBS Two was run that way. CBS Two was won by Gone. Yori Blanca. Did you Bison. just skip Vampire Savior? Well, you were talking about CVS too, so I was like, here's who won it. Oh, okay. Uh, I wasn't going to ignore it. Vampire was won by Toho with BB Hood. <laughs> Jeez, dude. Uh, Fexel was won by number 18 with Jax. I mean, Jack? What is it? Yeah, Jack. My bad. Anyway, oh, Marvel 3 was won by King Oh, uh, Boss got third place, I think. So, I mean, talking... Oh, CVS? Yeah, and CVS. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, third place. Boss talking to Boss, I mean, he, he, I mean, every time I joke with him that he's the best player in CVS too, he does say that there are a couple of other people in Japan who are... He thinks better than he is, so he is not like the absolute best. But that also could be him being very humble, and he's actually equal yeah. with all of them. Although he he's did say guy. he is the second best fighting EX layer player in Japan. Ooh, ooh. So, yeah. did he got second? I only looked at who won. I don't even know if he played. You know. Well, he's not in the top eight. Yeah, so he of... might not have played it. So. And Marvel Infinite was won by Cyber Japan Agent. Not a big surprise. <laughs> what a shock! Okay. All right, where do you go? Uh, Jobin's, run, well, Jobin's run was super good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We didn't talk about the storylines behind okay. it and everything like that. Obviously, Jobin and Powell, who are both apparently really, really good friends, was it okay. them? Wow. I think because they had to play each other first round. And eight. they played each other forever. Yeah, and, actually, and, yeah. I did hear about and that, Jobin yeah. apparently had beaten Powell like ten to two, 10 to two in, a, in a, like in a first to ten just recently. Yeah. And then Powell, some you know, that's what happens. Like you beat him in the first to ten, and then the guy comes and beats you in the tournament. But uh, uh, yeah, they're apparently super good friends. They were both very emotional. Jobin yeah. was very emotional about his yeah. placing up there. So very, very uh, cool that, mm -hmm. that, that, that he was up there. So sorry, did not mean to, uh, you know, just there's so much we can talk about. And so. I mean, yeah. But I guess that's about it for Evo Japan. Yeah. Anything um, else? Uh, they did announce that they're coming back next year. Oh, the reveals we didn't talk about. Yeah, they did reveal, reveal one that they were coming back next year, which actually I wasn't even 100% positive because I was like, man, these Absolutely. are just not, you know. I was they, not sure. Yeah, yeah, But if it is in Fukuoka next year, again, like I said, if you are okay. at least a foreigner, not someone in Japan, if you're a foreigner and you're considering not going because it's not Tokyo, do reconsider. There is a lot of really, really cool stuff there to do and everything like that. Obviously, if you're living in Japan, oddly enough, it's harder to get there. I mean, I know a bunch of people couldn't make it because, you know, uh, like Fugu, for example, who's yeah. super helpful, and he gave me a, a set of those uh, the, those Street Fighter tarot cards that everybody was oh, going cool. after, which is, thank you, Fugu. So he met me at Hey Arcade to give it to me. That's nice. Uh, but he couldn't go. He just had a kid. So congratulations. Oh, wow. Seven yeah. some, seven months old. I think. Oh, seven wow. weeks old. I'm oh, sorry. Wow. Seven weeks old. I yeah. So yeah, shout outs to Fugu. Uh, but like a lot of people, obviously, from Tokyo couldn't make it because it's just harder for them to do that. So... Uh, but if you could make it, then uh, if you can make it from foreign countries, I would recommend it. And, you know, I hope we don't accidentally blow up a poor Italian restaurant, but I will definitely be telling everybody to go there next year. Yeah. So, well, yeah. Tom said that he's going to open his own bar, so I guess we'll see. Who? Oh, Tom. The yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, hey, Mai is coming to Dead or Alive 6. That was one of the reveals. Mm -hmm. Yes. And another unannounced King of Fighters guest character. Uh, Amy will be in Soul Calibur. Yep, the, the Raphael's daughter, I, I think. I believe that's true, yeah, if I recall yeah, correctly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's cool. 
What else is it? Oh yeah, cross tag. That's right. There's all this news for it. So Teddy will be in it. Uh, Naoto from BBCF will be in it. Seth from Undernight will be in it. And Heart, I know from Arcana Heart Three, were all announced. And then they also showed that there's going to be another Fate. That's so they, crazy. Uh, there was there was a ton of stuff going on right there. That I was mean, really cool. Clearly, you know. Uh... Kiroka revealed to me on the ARC live stream what the fifth fate was already. Whoa, you know, what I'm was it? Oh, you didn't know? The, okay. That was the troll that we did on the ARC live stream oh, okay. because we were like, what's the fifth fate? And then we cut the audio and then... He, oh, I yeah, do yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, um, yeah. so Arcana Heart... Skullgirls can still get in? Skullgirls... So it's crazy because everyone's like, what's the fifth fate? Tell us the fifth fate. Sarah and then they finally so give us... And then they finally give us the fifth fate, and then they announce there's a sixth fate. Yeah. It's like nothing's changed. Now everyone just wants to know what the sixth fate is. Yeah, so, I think yeah. I think that was really cool. Let's see. Final characters for Tekken 7 Season 2. Julia Chang and Negan will be released on February the 28th, which is in two days from now. Dude, the Negan trailer had everybody going. That Negan trailer. It was ridiculous. Everybody in that venue, and I'm sure at home too, was going wild Dude, for it. as soon as Negan, when he was like, don't ask me and as soon as he said that everyone was like you're not doing this i couldn't you're believe it for shit and we were <laughs> yeah. like oh my that god was so sick I couldn't and then they that, even dude. put harada in the trailer <laughs> yeah, i actually oh thought god. he was gonna club harada i actually thought they were gonna have him club harada but no harada come you know said no no i'm releasing you now and yeah. then yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so but yeah. I'm oh, actually, that was great. That I'm, was so good. I'm excited. I, I actually really want to learn Julia because she was one of the characters I tried to learn back in 5 okay. a long time ago. And um, I'm just going to be one of a billion Julia players online when, when she drops, I'm sure. But also, because King plays a certain way, and I think it would be really healthy for me to learn a character that's different. Mm-hmm. And so I, I, I tried to learn a few other characters like Kazumi. I tried to learn... Uh, I forgot uh, like some of the other ca- oh Fang I tried to learn a little bit but I think Julia might be a good uh, a good one cool. in there so oh yeah. got just a couple of days yep that's coming out in 28th yep two days literally two days we also so. talked about the Tekken World Tour which will take place for the first event at the mix up in Lyon France that is in April 20th uh, they said there's going to be more prize money yeah I don't know the accents on that smoke Sub-Zero Smoke Rain so that's the best I can do so Baji Trend yeah, every time you see Q-U-A-N, it's not actually Quan, it's Tran. It's Tran. So there you go. Harada, <laughs> next DLC character. They made an in-game model for him, so why not? Dude, they should that just... That exists. That would be hilarious. Be so they should that. just put him in there. Well, at least they... He's like I, the new Mokujin. I, I know the... I, <laughs> dude! That would be pretty cool. That would be genius. Yeah. Like, if you're going to put him yeah. in there, yeah. you'd make him the Mokujin. <laughs> that... That has to happen now. That has to happen now. Because I was about to say, his model wasn't particularly detailed. It wasn't, yeah. So yeah. obviously he could be like a background character, but right. now they just need to make him undetailed Mokojin, and I think that would be, that would be cool. so good. I bet some modder could do that, but he could hack into it. Oh, yeah. Make if he's pieces. actually, if his code is actually in the game, you know. That's true, yeah. Could have just made it for yeah. the no, trailer right, right. and then trashed it, so yeah. Very possible. Oh, man. Yeah, those, those were the reveals. It was cool. There was a lot of cool news that came out of that uh, that mm-hmm, day. Mm-hmm. Some um, of which I remember. How excited are you for the individual characters in uh, BB Tag's announcement? Uh, I'm not super stoked personally. They're not characters that I care over much about. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like Seth might play interestingly. Like he might fit well mm-hmm. in the. He might be like fit. Yeah, and same with with Teddy, I guess. I just don't know much about Arcana Heart to like be able to say right. either way. Okay. 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 
So you you want Skullgirls in as the? Sixth I mean, I think that'd be cool. I I don't expect it, but I think that I actually be thought cool. Samurai Showdown would be cool until they announced the actual game coming out. Now I think it's kind of less of a chance that that mm. would happen. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, there was a couple of franchises that I thought would be crazy in there. Uh, I remember on an ARC live stream, we were all saying like we would love to see Avatar The Last Airbender just like randomly added into there. If they can't do that, then something like uh, He Are Kung Fu would be hilarious. Like I think it would be funny to like do something crazy like that. Because I would like to see a Ruby-esque kind of thing where they just take a brand new franchise okay. and like, okay. and, like yeah, do something cool with it. They that, did a cool so. job with, with those characters, so why not? Yeah. Wow. Heart has a DBFZ homing dash. Really? Oh, because I mean, yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay, I wasn't sure. I, okay, okay, yeah. you got me on that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh. <laughs> I don't know that much about those games, but I do know that <laughs> they have the homing dash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, okay, <laughs> fair enough. I was like, but David, don't you see that? <laughs> okay, okay, wait, hang on, hang on. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. I didn't. I'm not. I didn't. Didn't play any of those characters in the games that they come from. But um, mm -hmm. yeah, they, they might fit in interestingly. Mm -hmm. It's not like quite the same. The homing dash was literally just like an air dash that would always go towards the opponent. It wasn't super dash that would take you yeah, yeah. all the yeah. way over there and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah. So, but um, but you know they they can't put in like the super wild characters. They can't put in like Arakune just wouldn't. Yeah. I don't know how you could make that. In yeah, a I'm so play. surprised they even figured out a way to put Naoto in the game. I guess. Like, I thought Naoto would... A game with, like, assists, like, automatically, I felt like, would make her broken, but, you know... I, I mean, I still think she's quite strong, but, you mm -hmm. know, hasn't played out okay. like that. Okay. Hasn't played out and like nothing that. from Street Fighter V. That was the crazy I, I part. I don't know. I mean, I wasn't... I wasn't surprised. I think that I didn't expect anything out of Street Fighter. Uh, I thought Evo Japan might have been a big enough venue that they could finally just be like, here's some new stuff. You know what I mean? Maybe the DLC pack was supposed to be coming out. Yeah, right. So they but, did put a DLC trailer out mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. today or yesterday? It was yesterday, I think. And yeah. yeah, maybe that should have been there. But that's not... Is that like enough? Like if it, either I feel like you don't do anything or like... It's something cool. Yeah, that might have been a little bit too underwhelming. Might have been underwhelming. Yeah. Um, so I suspect what at final round maybe yeah. we'll get something That's going my expectation. on over there. So yeah. That's my expectation too. Mm -hmm. Okay. Enough about Evo Japan. Yes. Let's, cool. Let's take a break, and uh, we can talk a little bit. We'll have to talk very briefly about super some briefly of, yeah. about some other stuff. Sorry, guys. We are definitely running very long today. <laughs> yeah. So well, lots you know, of stuff to a lot, talk lot about. of stuff. Okay. We'll be right back, guys. I don't know what it is, but there's something about these PlayStation water bottles that the water even flows out in a very appealing it's really, way. It's really aerated well. Yeah. yeah. They do a good job. Can't explain it, so. Hang it's on because second. of the little spot on the top that allows the air through. See right there? Oh. Right on the little. Um. Yep. Physics and whatnot. I always said that if I didn't do law, and if I didn't also do philosophy, and if I didn't also do economics, and if I also... <laughs> anyway, I thought about doing physics for a while right. <laughs> when I was young. Right. Okay. Got it. Dude, I mean, trust me. I understand. There's like... If I wasn't playing fighting games, like, there's like 7,000 things that I'd want to do, like, as a, as a hobby. Like, I, I've always said that if I didn't need to sleep, like, I would never run out of things to do. You know what I mean? If I didn't need to sleep, if I didn't need to eat, if I just, like, stayed clean automatically my whole entire life, 
and I didn't have to work or whatever like that, I would never run out of things to do. Dang, is it actually running six ads? It usually doesn't. That's why I do the three-minute thing. Oh, it, yeah. yeah. Maybe it's because we have more viewers this time, and so they'll Weird. get it. I don't know. Yeah, I thought about doing political economy of industrial societies for a while. I thought about doing peace and conflict studies for a while. I thought about majoring in Chinese. Zinda. I don't, and I never took it. Like I, for ten minutes when I was a freshman, I was like, you know what would be cool is to major in Chinese, and then I was like, yeah, probably not. Hmm. So I ended up taking Spanish and French in college instead. Went with the boring ones. The best I, part about yeah. it was like, you know, my parents forced me into, you know, Chinese school when I was young, and we hated it because I was like, why is my Saturday being spent at this random place that they didn't tell us that they were sending us to at all? Like literally one morning, they're like, get up, and we got up and they drove us to this Chinese school wow. and we were there, and I hated it. And then I took three quarters of Chinese in UCLA, okay, and I really enjoyed it, and I was like, I want to take more. So I told my mom, I was like, hey, I'm gonna take some more Chinese. It might mean I'll graduate a little later. But I just want to oh, take to learn more Chinese, and then my mom was like, "No, don't take it." And I was like, "What?" <laughs> All right. So, what do you want to do? You want to talk about results, or are we just gonna be like, "Hey, let's just talk about some events happened." If we have any thoughts on Genesis them, Genesis was a big one. Some yeah, stuff happened. Winter Brawl happened lot, like yeah. the past weekend. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't think there's a lot that we can get to. Strong stuff. Anyway, that's come back, come back live. We can. Okay. Are the ads done? Oh, eight seconds remain. Seconds remain. Five, four, three, two, one. Political political economy of industrial societies. P E I S. P E I S. Whoa. Where, how did that come up? Oh, uh, somebody asked political what. That was a major that I thought about taking. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Because I like politics and econ and economics. I was like, oh, those two things. What? All right, let's come back live. Hang on a second. I thought about majoring in religious studies for a while. I had like all of these ideas. And then I did political science and law. Dang. It got boring. No, nah, I was super excited about those things at the time. Dude, you, you definitely were a man of many interests. Which makes sense to me while you'll watch documentaries on Netflix and not High Score Girl. I'm constantly looking for new documentaries. All right, you're ready. Have you watched The Toys That Made Us? Yes, I have. Oh, okay, okay. It's <laughs> <That's> great. <laughs> All right, here we go. Hey, all right, welcome back. Let's talk about previous events in super brief. We need that guy from Ant-Man and the Wasp to, to like, describe all the Oh, that would be pretty great. <laughs> Someone actually said before the second half of Infinity War, they should release a video where he tells the entire story oh, that, of genius. everything that happened up to that point. I think that'd be awesome. That's but, so genius. Yeah. We have a break so that I, like, we can take a whiz and eat. But Yeah, and I had to grab water and stuff like that. So. Speaking of eating, I'm going to eat two more tacos. You have more tacos, huh? Genesis happened. This is a while ago now, but we didn't talk about it because we were gone. Michael Pena. MK Leo won ultimate. Void got second place. That's cool. Samsora got third. The bag is touching your microphone. Oh, I see. You didn't like it. <laughs> Melee was won by Hungry Box, but Axe got second place. Plup got third place, and was crushed. Mm-hmm. Amsa got fourth place. That's cool. 
That was fun. I really enjoyed watching Genesis. Me too. I, I really, I really had a great time. Yeah. They they did a lot of cool things, you know, not to gloss over Genesis, because Genesis obviously is the biggest Smash tournament. I mean, yeah, we would have talked about it more if it had been like this weekend. Uh, but, dude, the stats thing was awesome. Yes. The that stats was super thing great. was super cool, and it was really interesting to see. Obviously, um, you know, the, it's, it's all done, obviously, not through, like, APIs through the game. They're doing it by reading the screen and stuff like that, is from what I had heard about it. I imagine. So that's just really, really cool. And, and, and shout-outs to the guys for that kind of technology. That's helpful as a viewer. You know, it really mm -hmm. added to the experience, I felt. Wow, yeah. those are huge tacos. I didn't expect that. Yeah, welcome to Tacos Por Favor. Two tacos. It doesn't look like two. It looks like a, it looks like tostadas. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Seriously. Wow. Okay. Mm -hmm. It's maybe maybe for tomorrow, to be honest. Yeah, but it was it was really uh, really really well done. I thought the commentary was great. I oh, thought yeah. uh, I I mean TK and 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 EE e always like are like entertaining. Some of my so faves. Much. Yeah, they are excellent. It was really great. So. Uh, that's why I was actually really happy to see TK at Evil Japan as well. Dude, so. for sure. He he and D1 did great. Mm -hmm. They did yeah, really good yeah, commentary. I was so. listening as they were doing Caliber commentary, oh, nice. for example. Okay, cool, they, cool, cool. It was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, again, uh, Genesis, I mean, that's exciting. I thought it was funny that the, 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 the Grand Finals was a Pokemon battle. I kept joking it was Pokemon. I didn't even think about that. I was, it was like, oh, Grand Finals is Pokemon. But yeah, I, I'm sure a lot of people probably didn't want Hungrybox to win, but I'm always happy that Hungrybox wins, so... In that instance, I was rooting for Axe, just because I thought yeah, that would have been really for, cool. Yeah, for the upset. Of yeah. course, of course, of course. Uh, Smash 64 is won by KYSK. Cool. Um, anything else to say about Genesis? Uh, it was big. It was a big one. Yeah, it was a big one. It was a really, really well... I heard everybody who was there had a lot of fun. Like, I saw tweets from, like, Ricky Ortiz. She had a lot of fun at that event. And Dang, there were 2,105 players mm -hmm. for Ultimate and 1,113... Mm -hmm. For melee, ultimate looked really good. God, that game is just oh it god, that game did. is so fun. It did. Yeah, we're definitely not gonna talk about every tournament, for sure. Yeah. Um, in fact, which one do you want to talk about? Do you want to talk about Strong Style Japan? Uh, I didn't see or hear much about. Do you want to talk it. about Anime Ascension? Uh, Anime Ascension, uh, really cool event. Uh, I know that uh, it was. Uh, it was the same weekend as Evil Japan. Yeah, there. it was the same weekend as. No, it was the same. Was it Evo Japan? Yes, it was Evo Japan weekend. So I heard a lot of great things about that event. I heard a lot of good results and um, just a lot of people having fun. It's really cool. Hopefully they don't have another. This is the second year in a row that they've had a conflict because three years ago I went to Anime Ascension and I even entered Guilty Gear there. And then the last two years it was NCR and now it was Evo Japan that it conflicted with. So hopefully next year I can make it to Anime Ascension. And uh, hopefully even next year, if I make it to Anime Ascension, I'll be able to do, like, maybe even try to do some commentary there or cool, something man. like that. So, yeah. Strong Style Japan was really good, huh? Man, I didn't get to see any about it, anything about it. I didn't get to hear anything about it, so I'm really sad about that. Well, I can tell you who won the video games there. Okay. If you're interested. Hitbox? Hbox is already... It's Hitbox. Hungrybox is already talking about running a melee tournament on Evil Weekend. Huh. Good for Hungrybox, dude. Okay. Good for Hungrybox. Man, I I know sometimes he can be a jerk. I've heard stories or whatever like that, but I mean, I, I respect him. I respect him. At Strong Style Japan, the winners were the team of Chikorin with Geese, Rangchu, Panda, and Ulsan with Kazumi. <laughs> Rangchu. And they, as a result, will receive all expenses paid trip to Strong Style 2019. Mm -hmm. Okay. Shout outs over there. Now, Winter Brawl happened the past. Oh, was he talking about a melee tournament on Evo Weekend, not at Evo? That's much funnier, but maybe. 
Oh, if he means <laughs> not at, I, I thought he just meant at Evo. I thought he just meant at that Evo. That is very oh, funny. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Never mind, never mind. Winter Brawl 3D. Caliber. Won by Linkors. Cool. Sane got second place with Ivy. That was pretty cool. I watched that. I had How a good time. Rakuto got fifth with Astaroth. I don't know the Party Wolf was there. Oh, he might not have been there. Yeah, I don't okay. think I saw him play. Tekken 7 was won by Sour Piggy with Katarina. DOA won by Dracaris with Rig. Hook in got one Dragon Ball. Chris G got second. Oh, Chris G did. is doing really, really well. And, and still, that's a so. pretty, pretty strong Dragon Ball tournament. But that's the second time he's gotten second to Hook in God recently because he lost to him at, um, at uh, Frosty Faustings as well. BB Tag was won by Rhino. Second place, Punk. What's, what was the winning team? Carmine Jin. That's cool to see Punk is still sticking with BB Tag. I'm really yeah. happy about that. Now, he's probably going to go in hard on uh, Mortal Kombat, I would imagine. That, that seems likely, I guess, mm-hmm, yeah. Because mm-hmm. he, he played at the Injustice Tournament in, uh, at Frosty Faustine. Yeah, so. he's, he, he was good at the game for a while. He made top 16 at mm-hmm. some big, big tournaments. And Frostbite, which was won by Tweak, who seems like probably the best ultimate player right now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Second place was MK Leo. Uh, Myron got third. That was cool. A couple OMRs in there. Tweak with Wario and Donkey Kong. I feel like those are the... If I were to take the game actually seriously, mm-hmm. probably I should pick one of those two. I feel like they'd fit my style probably the best. But, yeah. Okay. I'm playing Little Mac. I mean, it's obviously a struggle. <laughs> it's obviously obviously a struggle. Yeah. I would switch Man. away from Little Mac. It's, he's not good. Have you tried Plant yet? I have tried Plant, and I did. Th- I thought Plant was kind of my style too. But yeah, I was just about to say. I was yeah. like, Plant actually. The big head I c- coming out. Yeah. I can kind of see that being a very Davidy character, yeah. especially yeah, with the big cloud for the zoning mm-hmm. factor of mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Like it's not actually a hit. It's like Fang mm-hmm. poison, mm-hmm. you know? Okay. Yeah. Uh, there you go. All right. Okay. That's all I want to talk about for tournaments. Anything else? There was no other? I yeah, swear I there was there, like, no, I think there were. Oh, However, okay, okay, okay. All right, we just don't have any time. <laughs> that's all, right, all right. I got. All right, fair enough. Okay. MK11 news. MK11 news. Now, a couple of things. Cabal revealed and shown. That was a while ago, but we haven't been on the air since then to talk about it. Also, Jade revealed and shown. And I think they both Did they look- actually show Jade gameplay? Oh, yeah, they did. They, they did. did. They did. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she looks way cooler. She was such a throwaway, I felt, in the couple games, that she, well, a few games that she's been in the past. She's Her style, I just have always felt, is, like, not interesting. The only unique thing that I can think about her gameplay-wise is the anti-projectile shield that she mm-hmm, puts on. Mm-hmm, she puts mm-hmm, the purple mm-hmm. stuff on, and she can't be hit by a projectile. Other than that, I've always thought, like, she's kind of a throwaway. But in this game, she looks much more fleshed out, much more interesting. What's her, her gimmick gameplay this style. time? I mean, she's not. She doesn't really have a gimmick. Like she's, she has, she has that anti-projectile thing right, still. Right. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. she has far range. She's got a big pole. She always had the pole, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and she didn't use it for very many things. She just was yeah, carrying yeah, yeah, a pole. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. But now she does stuff with it, and she oh, has okay, big footsies okay. and good pressure. Every character so far, Cabal included, everybody seems like they are both like they're everything. Right, if you yeah, want, yeah, you can yeah. zone with them. Right, if you yeah, want, yeah, you can yeah, play yeah. offense with them. She has a run. She looks fast. Sorry. What are we doing over here? <laughs> thinking, like boogers on has, my face. No, I'm thinking she has a pole, but does she have a banana pass? Uh-huh. Oh, all right. Yeah, so you so vaulted right Sarah over. the Hero knew. I, he even put it in there before I said it. He, she, he knew her, why I was laughing. No dancing around that question. Oh, my God. Oh, man. Anyways. Uh, yeah, I know, I know. Yeah. I, yeah, I got it. I got it. They both look cool, I thought. Okay, okay. Uh, Cabal didn't have... I thought that he might have had a command grab because the way his overhead looked in the, la- in the last game he was in, 
it kind of looked like it was a grab to me always. It kind of swings you around, but he doesn't have that. Oh, well, okay, okay. I was excited to see that Flo was playing Eunice. Someone in the chat mentioned that, and he's beating people in day one. I was like, that's not oh, a shock. I'm happy that Flo's playing it, but then apparently he's also using Phonon, so okay, that's... Phonon is like the he's best good. character in the game, so... That's Ari. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and also Devorah was announced, and a picture of her was shown. Have you seen mm -hmm, it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. It looks like... She looks like 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 the, the, that Joker who like ripped his face off and like stapled it back on, right? You know, I mean, pretty good analogy. Because that's what it looks say. like. It looks like the face is pretty like good stapled onto her face. So. Yeah, she looks like a gross bug lady. <laughs> as, a, as opposed Which to being makes a sense. gross bug lady. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's very fitting. It's definitely weird looking. It's not. I would say she's like kind of robotic looking too. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Not just like not like just an organic bug, but like kind of. Mecha bug. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I think it's kind of cool looking. It's not pretty if you're like, because oh, yeah, there's a whole controversy uh -huh. at the time. Oh, she looks, she's ugly well, now. Well, they're you mad about all Jade the, too. Yeah, oh, Jade, Jade has clothing the... on now. Yeah, like uh -huh. She looks so, so much more interesting. Same with Scarlet. Oh, Scarlet has clothing on now. Right, right. They all look so much more interesting. And <laughs> it's the same for Devora, I feel. Although we haven't seen her in action, so I guess we'll see. Right. But her face, her like look as shown, I felt was much cooler looking. Right. Okay. I mean, if you're still into it, that's you, you know? I mean, do look. Your thing, do your own thing. QB is adorable, okay? I mean, she's... But they made her look adorable. Yeah, though. I like, know. They, know. They did. They did not making Devorah look, look adorable <laughs> right now. She's like, a, she's like a walking, like, bug house. Right, right. Devorah. I mean, she's I... just, like, carrying bugs in her. I mean, I know, like, Jade has always been that kind of character, you know? So, I mean, if they had designed her that way, like, I, I wouldn't have mind. But Devorah, a bug character, like... I just, Fine, She's you know, bug. They just let her let her be a bug character. So I agree with you. Yeah, I think she looks all right, but we'll see her her play. Um, a couple other things about MK. One is that tonight there's going to be a character reveal. IGN was talking about it. Uh, it will be at twelve midnight Pacific time. So if you're on the East Coast, it's three a.m. And if you're in Europe, God help you. I don't know. Eight in the morning, depending on where you are. Nine in the morning, it's gonna be tough. Mm-hmm. Now it's like perfect time, <laughs> like waking up. Oh, buddy. Uh, yeah, you're tough coffee. for me. Yeah, it's tough for oh, me. Man, yeah. Like eight a.m. Jesus, I won't tell you. I'd rather be eight a.m. than than midnight. I won't tell you what I time I woke. That. I won't tell you what time I woke up today. Okay. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, it did, it took me a while to get back to L.A. time too. Dude, it's crazy. The first couple Japan. of nights, like the jet lag wasn't even that bad, but like the last the couple of nights, like the first couple of nights, I went to sleep at normal time, but then, dude, on Monday morning, I was just like. Sitting there, lying in bed with my eyes open, and uh, and uh, I was like, it was like seven a.m. and I could not fall asleep. It was six a.m. I could not fall asleep. So I got up and Marie Kondoed the hell out of my desk, and found key pieces of mail that I had left there for oh, that's right. months and months and months. So yeah, it is it is a strange time to reveal a character at midnight. Unless it is Pacific like time. unless it is a night wolf thing, like you, night know, wolf, you said, some yeah. people were joking because it has to do with the moon and. Yeah, and his name's Night Wolf. Right, yeah. I don't know. Uh -huh. or, or, or are they thinking, like, they're going to reveal some character from Italy. He's a new Italian character. And for people <laughs> in Italy, or whatever, like in Europe. Like when they revealed you know uh, I mean? Rashid in... in yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Exactly. I don't know. I mean, I guess we'll see. Hope it's not Night Wolf. Night Wolf is, like, so, so not interesting. I agree with you. However, I really think they'd make him interesting. 
I oh, think they would yeah, like, that's true. like that's turn true. him interesting uh-huh, uh-huh. in this yeah, game because yeah, yeah, they just yeah, haven't been yeah, doing yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Scarlet, okay, okay. Jade, these are some throwaway characters, right. I feel. Uh, they were palette swap yeah. throwaway yeah. characters. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now they look uh-huh. cool, especially Jade. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I think that's cool. And then also tomorrow, separately, apparently, on the combat cast at 1 p.m. Pacific time, 3 p.m. Central for them, they're going to reveal another character. Oh, they're, they're not even just going to talk about the characters. My understanding is that there's two different characters being oh, revealed. Okay. Well, I mean, look, the game we'll is not coming out like far away from now. It's yeah. literally like a month from now, it's right? A month and a half. month and a half. And they obviously Almost have not months. revealed a lot of characters. Shout outs to NRS for good jobs keeping that under wraps, by the way. Hey. Or has it... Was it? Oh, yeah. Oh, um, I didn't know. Yes. Okay. So <laughs> Steam put out achievements. And the, okay, never mind. Yeah, right, yeah, so yeah. it wasn't like NRS uh, that screwed uh, uh, up. Okay. And I don't know if that's even real or so. So it's, it's, it wasn't like Aaron Black, you have to do this with him to get an achievement. Right, it's like yeah, huh? the achievement is named like ERR whatever. Oh, that's like the file. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Okay. So okay. it's things like that. People are like figuring it out. But that okay. may not be real. Who knows? I guess I have not been. With my nose to the to the Twitterverse. There's here. been stuff, man. There's been stuff. <laughs> whoops. Yeah, and there were other characters as All well. All I can say to that is, whoopsie. Of course, <laughs> that, that's not what he actually says, but that's what no. a lot of people thought. That's what he said. So, could be. It Earth. definitely could, it definitely could be error macro. <laughs> Too busy in Tetris 99. Facts. Yeah, I actually did stream Tetris 99 from my hotel room in Japan when they announced it that night. Like I just had to do it. So. It, it, really, it really could be Ermac because Ermac comes from Error Macro. Right. Uh-huh, and uh-huh. was that MK2, mm-hmm, I think? Mm-hmm. Uh, it was just an error. So, yeah, I mean, for sure it could be that. I don't know. Yes. And I don't, I don't want to like spread what else. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course, of course. I'm not, of course. not in that business. It's so much more interesting to actually get surprised yeah. by things. I mean, like, you got to think it is Aaron Black, but you know. Right, we'll exactly. See. We'll see. I mean, I, there's a character I hope that they can make design-wise oh a little God. more interesting. A little more interesting, please. <laughs> what a nerd. <laughs> what a nerd of a cowboy. How do you make a cowboy look like a nerd? I don't know. He's got the smoky eye. I just, I don't understand. <laughs> I don't get it. Oh, man. All of his animations were bad. We'll see. Also in MK News. Oh, okay. More MK News. Unless you're talking about Mario Kart now. I am not. I'm talking about... The first the 10 competitors yeah. for the Mortal Kombat 11 Summit of Time. Yes, that is correct. They're going to have a summit for MK. Again, this was news a while ago. Although the more recent news is that they have announced which players uh, are going to be there. They put a, a little picture out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because there had been rumors about who was going to be there. Right, yes, yes, yes. Before we talk about the rumors, the people who are going to be there are going to be Foxy Grandpa, Hayate, Sonic Fox, Scar, Tekken Master... Dragon, Honeybee, DJT, Tyrant, and Forever King. I mean, that's just about as good of a lineup as you could... So uh, I like the know. lineup in part because it's it's some of the best modern players, for sure. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. it's also like, who was good during MKX? And who was good during MK9? Mm, and so it's like the right, three right. Uh-huh. competitive Mortal Kombats. I feel like you could have... Honestly, to be perfectly frank, I feel like if you're going to pick like the rep of like who was good in MK9... You gotta pick PL. Like, you sh- I right, feel like yeah, he should have yeah, been yeah. there uh, mm-hmm. per- personally. But I understand DJT had great a great showing there. Tyrant had a great showing in that. Scar, a couple of these dudes did. <laughs> did you see Sonic Fox's tweet? 
in response to that. No. He was like, put my cartoon persona in there, you cowards. Oh, that's like my that. old sponsor. Yes. Da, 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 da. Yeah. And I was like, okay, yeah. that's funny. Yeah, Rio would have been a great pick as well if you're yeah. going to go for the old school times. Well, Chris Tom Brady G did drop out after so here's the drama, happened. right? So, so. so there was there were rumors yeah, about who was going to be Let's talk about the drama a little bit because it's, it's, it's something to be addressed. Agreed. So. So there were rumors about who were who the players were going to be in the summit, mm-hmm. and it was like some of the obvious ones, some of the people who are here, right? That I just mentioned. But then there was also Chris G, and there was not Rewind who won Evo for mm-hmm. Injustice Two. There was not like Tweety who was probably the best or second best Injustice player, well maybe third after Fox. Anyway, he was definitely one of the best mm-hmm, for sure, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and was good a good MK player as well. Um, those guys weren't there. Honeybee originally was not in there. Mm. So, so there was all this discussion about why is it that Chris G is in there and right. not these like NRS players, right? Wasn't the like the, didn't the, the, the list also had like uh, Yohozi on there or something like that? I don't that? think it had. Oh, okay. No, I don't okay. think so. Because I not remember that I some saw. people were talking. Oh, that just must have been in reference to the Dragon Ball invite that, that yeah, she probably got. So. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, so, so I saw some people talking about her doing this, and I wasn't related. sure why. No. Okay, okay, okay. I mean, the reason Chris was picked is because he was a good MK9 player. He was a good Injustice player. When he entered MKX or Injustice 2, he did fine. Yeah. Uh, that's why. Also because he has so much success in other games. He's just like a well-known player if you're somebody who doesn't pay attention to just NRS mm-hmm. games. And that you got to think, as the person putting this shindig together... The summit, you probably want some like additional attention. Nice. Yeah, right? uh-huh. sure. So mm-hmm. pr- try to bring in some other people. So that's that was my guess on why that was happening. But the scene did not react to that well. In part, I understand because they have often felt like they're kind of attacked by the rest of the FGC and not taken serious and not respected. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and I think that that often was and and in some cases still is true. Uh, that they have often gotten the short end of things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They've often had, you know, uh, poor tournament facilities or poor schedule timings that they're given at events. Uh, they're often looked at as playing a game that's not as deep or that's just like a mix-up machine like an MKX or whatever or that's just about projectiles and injustice or, or they're, they're seen as thought of as having weaker players. I mean, it's like I, all these things that know, have been around for a long time. I feel like one of the aspects of that is, is like the DOA aspect, right? It's like everyone's like, oh, this game is just about, you know, the titillation and stuff like yeah. that. And MK is, oh, it's just about violence. Yeah, I can't for take sure. this game seriously, you for know? Sure. And it's unfortunate because, you know, it's weird. Like, I feel like Mortal Kombat needs to somehow get away from the violence, but it should never go away no. from the violence because that's like the whole game. Financially, and that's like the way it cannot. sells. Yeah, it'd be the worst thing for them they to cannot. ever do if they ever if, went away. If they from were that. to suddenly think the competitive scene is the important stuff, <laughs> yeah. Even or as like, FGC guys, let's try to like, get you the, crazy. <laughs> let's try to get the East Asian player base. Like, it's, right, you know, yeah. maybe you could, but you'd be giving up basically what made them famous. Right, so exactly. it's not, it's not doable. Exactly. Uh, but that is that is part of it as well, I'm sure. So the the scene has often been attacked, and so I think kind of expects that. Like they like they are they often identify attacks that I think are like not really attacks, but maybe more like somebody like for example, people have said, oh man, Punk. For example, when MK11 comes out, I'm gonna play this and I'll beat you guys. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Punk did like the same thing when BB Dad came out, and Sonic Fox did the same thing when. Ultimate was coming out. It's just what people do in fighting games. You just do that. 
in the past, people were were bigger jerks about it. Like, right, yeah. you know, Filipino champ famously said that uh, that the scene was really bad, and that if he, if he or anybody else wanted to from the Street Fighter scene, that they could make top eight at an Injustice One tournament. Um, so that's like a little bit more of an attack, right? right Rather yeah, than just like yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna uh-huh, beat you guys uh-huh. in the new game. So like this, the new stuff is not like the same attack right, yeah, as yeah, once yeah, it yeah. was. But the scene, I think, still like expects it. Mm-hmm. And so, <laughs> all, so all I'm thinking about is that famous clip of Punk saying that he was gonna take Yipes' lunch money in NBC. <laughs> exactly the same. Exactly the same thing. Yeah. And the Yipes expression yeah. just was like. <laughs> yeah. eh. Like, yeah. dude, like, yeah. I've never seen someone get serious that fast yeah. in my life, yeah. dude. Yeah, oh. exactly. It's exactly the same thing. So when they kind of blew up on Chris, I felt like that was unfortunate. Maybe there are other reasons to blow up on Chris, but but to attack him for not being, like, a legit NRS player, I think sucks. On the first part, that was the first game he made top eight at Evo in, mm-hmm. was, was MK9. Like, he that was one of his first... I'm good at games now. Games. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so he does have that history, in fact. But even on top of that, it just sucks. It's, it doesn't. It doesn't look, make the scene look good. It makes the scene look bad, right? So in in making those attacks, I felt that they were kind of like feeding into the, <laughs> the same the same type. thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, you guys. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like it's you, your scene is not to be taken seriously. And so in response to that, you do things that make the scene be taken less seriously. Right. And that is a big bummer. Yeah. So. And, and, but the, to be fair, though, even w- with the Tweety drama, and I know I, I, this is why I wrote out a bunch, a giant series of tweets. I was talking to people about it in Japan. And uh, I had this long thread about it and everything like that. But it seems to be a common thing with a lot of the young players these days that are starting to make a name for themselves in the fighting game community. It's like... What? It's just that you, you're, you're in the situation where this might be your best chance at doing something great, at, 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 at accomplishing something that you feel worthy in your life. And I'm not going to say that accomplishing stuff in fighting games isn't worthy. It's absolutely worthy, you know. But the problem is you just have to realize that when you're in that position that, uh, and you've talked about this before, is that everyone is replaceable in a way, right? And so even though you could be one of the greatest players coming up and you know have this potential to be great, you also can be forgotten very quickly. Yeah. And so when you're young, you don't realize this because you feel like you're invincible and you you know I've talked about this to a lot to people when you're in 20s, early 20s, you have this air of invincibility that you just feel like you know you deserve this kind of no one deserves anything in the fighting game community. You're earning all yeah. of it, right? And so even despite how good you are, you know, and again, this is not just a message to Tweety. This is to every young player that's done a lot of this stuff because a few of them have done this in the past, right? Even some veterans continue to do this well, today. It's, sure, I mean, this has been around forever. Right. It's, you know, when you feel slighted, when someone feels, when you feel like you are being overlooked, when you feel like you are being attacked, be careful on how you respond to that because if you attack too much yourself, you yeah. could hurt yourself more than not getting into the summit. Not getting into the summit might have been bad for Tweety, but what Tweety's response was has made it even worse for himself. So Tweety did you know? go on on too much of an attack, for mm-hmm. sure, in mm-hmm. response to these things. Um, attacking Chris, attacking Tyrant. Tyrant was a good player in MK9 and in the start of Injustice 1, and mm-hmm. not really since. He had, not that he's even played seriously, I don't think. Mm-hmm. Maybe he could be good. I just I don't, It doesn't seem like a priority, really, for him. But he hasn't had those results anyway, right? So Tweety went on attacking him and attacked uh, uh, other people for kind of having similar 
or reactions of like, this isn't a big deal, Tweety attacked them. Mm -hmm. So there were there was a lot of stuff coming out of him and he, although I don't know if this is the reason why his sponsor dropped him. Right. Um, uh -huh. So, uh, well, because you know. he also said something to Wonder Chef that was really, he, really indeed he did. He went, yeah. he went in way too deep. He went, went in a way little too, far. too hard on Wonder Chef. So, yeah, um, no, and and you know he knows that he has said that uh, on Twitter as well. He's kind of like realized and owned up to it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I guess that's good. But it's unfortunate yeah. that it that and, it happened in the first. And place. that's the reason why I give this message is is not just to be like Tweety, you met, but it's like for the people who have that. Potential like you don't have to do it to realize you messed up. You can realize yeah. it's a mistake before you do it Hopefully, yeah. it's hard to so, learn lessons yeah. from other people. Oh, yeah, absolutely. yeah, absolutely Yes, uh, Tweety Tweety has I mean look Tweety is a, is a very strong player mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. uh, Is one of the best players in the NRS scene for sure But you know he did he went too far on some mm -hmm, stuff. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that was that was a whole bunch of drama so Chris G pulled out of the summit I mean, if that list was even real, I can't say personally for sure that one that had him on it originally. Mm -hmm. But regardless, he said he didn't want to be involved anymore because there was so much vitriol coming at him. He just didn't right. want to deal with it. I mean, some people in the I chat are saying that he might not even play MK at all because yeah, of just how bad said. the NRS community went after him or something. That is what he said. So, <sighs> no, it sucks. That super sucks. And it's too bad, too, because I know many of those guys personally, and they're very nice in person. Most of them are cool on Twitter, too. You know, for sure. But they they often see attacks where I think that it's like not real anymore because there have been so many attacks right. in the past. So unfortunate. I hope that that changes. But that kind of that kind of attitude doesn't change easily. Like nobody right. nobody yeah, changes yeah, yeah. that attitude easily. It's mm -hmm, not mm -hmm. easy for humans to do. Yeah, I mean, a lot of the communities have that problem. I know, like the anime community was like that for a while. You know, because of how they always felt like they were. The, the, the red-headed stepchild, you know, yeah. stuff like that. So they've gone through it. Yeah. Um, obviously, the NRS community has gone yeah. through it. Uh, it. It's been it's been a month. It's, yeah, it's it's sure. not just unique to the NRS community. So it is not. It is it's, not. It's, it's it's tough because you spend this whole entire time playing a game that you feel is vastly superior to the street fighters that are sitting there yeah. that are ending top eights constantly over and over and over again, and it's frustrating. I understand it, but again, it's frustrating. It is frustrating. So, but again, there's better ways to go about it than than to try Agreed. to be indignant. So, yeah. Agreed. Well, that was some drama, unfortunately. But the end result is that the summit will be happening. I think in a couple of months. Mm -hmm, Let's, I think mm -hmm. it's in April, if I recall correctly, early April. Yeah. Or maybe maybe I'm thinking of something else. Maybe they don't have it out yet. But in any case, at some point. Uh, there's going to be a summit for them, and I like the list of players that are there. I'm going to be honest, man. Tyron, I think, is a good guy, and that's cool that he would... I feel like that's like a spot that maybe PL should have had if you're going to have the MK9 players. Oh, right, right. Yeah, but you know, I mean, but, hey. I wonder if the summit was just like, oh, you know, obviously PL has had some bad social media stuff as yeah, well. Yeah, that's right, but know. I mean, he's not... It hasn't been like it hasn't been like he doesn't he doesn't really make like uh, he he maybe takes things too far sometimes but I wouldn't say he's he's a jerk in some like right yeah 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 uh -huh. I don't really know how to phrase person. it yeah he's, he's definitely he's, a good yeah, person uh -huh. he's for a good sure person. I I like Carl a lot and, and honestly like you know I, you're right I feel like he would be a perfect person to put in there into the uh, not he, no he's pun got, intended right he's got you a know? great personality you know 
He he's fun. And, and he dances. And, he's a, like, and it's, it's a, like a, right. And that's the thing too is that at the summit, I feel yeah. like would be a great place for him to show off his personality yeah. and his side skills and stuff like that. But then also he's just a storyline that people know. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. I think he would bring people to want to watch. I, it, that's so. what I think so too. But of course, there's going to be voting in. He may oh, make that's it, right? right? Yeah, the summit I mean, has the votes. You know, I feel like probably players like Rewind should make it in. I um. Did Samich play MKXL at all? Uh, yes, he did, he did. play MK. Okay, okay. Yeah, and he was good. Okay, I would. I obviously I'm a big Samich fan, so I would like not to a see bad pick at all. There, yeah. Okay, absolutely. Li Joe wants to make it in. I mean, if there's a vote, he will get in there. That's probably true. He would get in there for sure. So, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. I mean, okay. So, MP Pop Split Collusion says that. I think they chose Tyrant because of his hype ring, and he always picks wacky characters at the start of an NRS game's life. That's true. It's true. Yeah. And he's, he's another one of those guys with good personality, too. Oh, so yeah. I don't mean to cast uh, any uh, doubt uh, on that stuff. He's a good guy, yeah, for yeah. sure. And same with DJT. He's a funny guy. He's He's been a good player. He's, I think, been top eight in three of the four competitive NRS games, mm -hmm. if I recall correctly. So uh, also strong player as a result, you know? CD Jr., yeah, if you're going to take it back to players like Tyrant, CD Jr. would be cool. Yeah. Rio would be cool. There's, a, there's some other choices as well. Okay. okay. But yeah, DJT's a, a very funny guy. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, um, that's it for that. Is there anything else? So another thing, if maybe you want to talk about this, is that there's a Smash Ultimate Summit, uh, which, is, uh, which yes, is sooner. Yes. That's actually in just a couple of weeks. Okay. And as we're talking about players not making it into the... MK Summit uh -huh. for this one, I think they definitely messed up big time. So who's not in it? The fifteen players are included, invited, and uh, Genesis six players and voted in. Zero MK Leo Nairo Armada Mewtwo King Leffen. Those are invited. Mm -hmm. So you got not just Smash Four players but right. melee players, right? Yeah. The Genesis six placers: Void, Samsora, Debuzz, and Zachary. Mm -hmm. Okay, they do well. Voted in Mango, Cosmos, Plup, Gluttony, and ZD. So you got okay. players from a couple of different countries. You got players from uh, Melee and from uh, from Smash Ultimate. Probably the best player right now in the world is Tweak. Right. I saw some people in the chat mentioning that he that they that he got added in like today or something like that. I don't know. Chat, let me know. Tweak didn't get in, so he's not in. I then. don't think so. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I thought somebody I saw somebody say he was put okay, so he's okay, still yeah. not in there. Okay, so okay. there's one more spot. If you what is it? Uh qualifier. Ultimate Nimbus. So there's like one more qualifier uh, spot, I guess. Okay, okay. So uh, he has to play over so there. So I guess he's gotta then, do that. Yeah. But okay, yeah, like okay. that's that's a big miss. Yeah. That's a big miss. Yeah, he so, should be in bummer. there for sure. Okay. Yeah. As some pe people are mentioning in the chat. They announced the summit when, like, before Tweak had shown that stuff. So, uh, uh, but okay. gotcha. then you had the voting process, and he did not get through the voting process. That's crazy. I mean, you know, Mango's well, gonna get through, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. There's some dudes who are just who are gonna make it. I mean, like, I, I, I see like Mango and Plop. Obviously, they're more known for melee and stuff like that. But I think that's cool. I want to see them. Not opposed to well. having melee. Yeah, 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 I think uh -huh. I think that is cool. So I think that 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 brings in more viewers. Right? We're talking about that for the MK yeah, summit. Yeah, yeah. You want more viewers? I get it. Mango's definitely gonna bring but people in. I want. I just want them to take it seriously enough that they actually try to make a strong run. He at has the been summit. playing it. Yeah. Uh -huh. So I mean. 
I think it would be great for Ultimate if players like Plop and Mango took it seriously and did super well. I, I, I don't know how seriously they are taking it, so, um, so yeah. But yeah, uh, they'll probably get blown up. <laughs> but uh, hey, that's cool. Okay. I mean, maybe not. Like Leffen's already had some good some good right, placings. Yeah, yeah. But Leffen's also a multi-game talented player, though. Very so, strong player. Yeah. He's very good at Dragon Ball. He's really good at MVCI. Some people so. have called him the most talented fighting game player ever. Yeah, I know. I've seen that okay. before. <laughs> that. Yeah. I love Leffen to death. I think he's an awesome player. I think he's a great personality you know, to bring up hype and that kind of stuff like that. Okay. <laughs> James moves on. Anyways. <laughs> um... Dude, I had a whole debate with someone who kept trying to tell me that Tokido wasn't that good. Like, he just spent this What a position to take. Yeah, I don't, it wasn't a regard to Leffen, but somebody was just like, Tokido is not, because he's not, like, is he the best? And I was just like, come on, dude, he's, like, the best in everything. It's like, it doesn't count anymore. And I was, anyways, Food of stamps, yeah. I, don't know, but I don't know if Ninja's a great example. Hasn't that, one, that dude won their, like, initial release tournament for, like, four or five different games? I think I think he won it for like Apex and Fortnite and something else. And he used to be a Halo pro. Right. I don't know if he's a good example. Yeah. Anyways, <coughs> he got carried. All right. Well, I don't know what to say about that. <laughs> um, the CPT schedule got revealed. That's right. Mm -hmm. It's a little bit better when it comes to Latin America. A mm, little bit better still. Would love to see a premiere in proper Latin America. Obviously, uh, DR and uh, Puerto Rico and, and uh, are good places to have the events. And I'm really happy for Game Over. I'm really happy for. I'm ecstatic for First Attack. But obviously, uh, it's still harder for people to travel there. However, if you could make it to those events, if you could make it to Puerto Rico, which is the CPT finals for Latin America, that means you can make it to America. I think that's kind of the logic that they went with that I one. I think you are right. right. So that way, if 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 you couldn't make it there in the first, like in other words, you're not going to have the crossover situation again, where he won and then wasn't able to make it. Though I do want to mention that uh, Sherry Jennings has been like doing a little bit of cool side stuff for like trying to help uh, Latin America players like okay. get visas and stuff like that. Oh, wow. uh, I saw Justin talk about something about that on Twitter or something like that, and I think that's kind of cool. But anyways. <sighs> Not that great of a talk, though, I'm be honest. <laughs> I'm sorry. I've been calling it uh, Shriken since I was a little kid from Ninja Gaiden days, right? Like, you just like, oh, look, it's the Shriken, it's the Shriken. Obviously, it's not how you're supposed to pronounce it. It's Shuriken. And I've just been stuck on Shriken for so long, you know, and I, I just... Cool, dude. I'm going to say Lake Helia until I'm dead. <laughs> There you go. There yep. you go. Uh -huh. Can't not do it. My yeah. computer just died, so my notes are gone. But yeah, I think that's uh, that's good about CPT changing things up a little bit. It's not going to be perfect because you know visas are problems. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, just, mm -hmm. That is a thing, yeah. unfortunately. Uh -huh. Local problems. It's like law gets in the way. It's not just that, but like Japan holding big tournaments is an issue because yeah, of the gambling yeah. situation. Same in Brazil. Mm -hmm. Like it's just yeah. not ideal. Not Who ideal. But you they from got the through. bayou. Yeah, that's true. Uh, the Victrix uh, tournament is this weekend coming up in San Diego. So I don't think uh, I know about it. Uh, it's it's to celebrate the launch of the product. So it's going to um, 
they're basically having like a 64-man tournament down in San Diego mm. that's open to anybody. You have a chance to win the joystick and stuff like that. You can like get your joystick engraved if you buy it there with like a laser engraving machine and stuff like that. Wow, and, that's uh, pretty cool. Yeah, so it's gonna be cool. I'll be there. I'll be there. Oh damn! Uh, right. So I'll be doing some commentary for oh, the game. Oh damn! So right. There you go. So for that tournament. So. SF5 and T7. Yeah. Very good. Now, like I said, my tablet just died. I forgot to charge it, even though I have. Oh, this charger okay, right here. Okay, okay. I forgot to plug it in this entire time. Okay. And I don't know that it's worth getting it out because our notes are basically over. Right. Okay. Uh, did you get a chance to try the DOA demo? No. Okay, I didn't get a chance to try it either. So. I heard good things about it. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. I haven't even heard anything about it to be honest. I with saw you. people saying good things about it. I also watched a bit of it at Winter Brawl. Oh, cool. Okay. Okay. I just don't know enough to say, but you know, it's cool. I mean, it's things that they've had. Like, I, I've always thought it's cool that they start a 3D game with you being able to walk around like it's a Marvel game. Mm -hmm, and I thought mm -hmm. that's pretty cool. Okay, okay. Uh, I'm surprised at how janky I think so many of the animations are. It's always been that way. Yeah. Though. yeah. DOA has always, the animations have never ever yeah. been as strong as Tekken. That's what I think too. I think it's weird because I, I like think of player. it as being like a game that's about looks, even though I know that it hasn't been the case for a while. But it's. I, I, Even still, the animations are. Yeah, I've you know, never thought. I still have like the old prejudice. It's about weird. It. Like I've never thought DOA was like a, a was like a visual powerhouse kind of thing. It's always. That's not what I mean. I mean like it's a boobly game. Oh, yeah, like yeah, it's yeah, about yeah, that I stuff. Know, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, I heard I heard good things about it. <laughs> I heard good things about it. Uh, that the game was fun and it did it was interesting to watch. Yeah. You know, yeah for yeah, yeah. what that's worth, I like I'm no expert in it at all, and thankfully when the people were commentating, they were doing like some. Explanation of stuff. Oh, cool! So I just okay, don't. I don't okay, even know the basics, okay, to be okay, honest. So okay. I thought it, I thought it was cool to watch. All right, nice. All right, yeah. uh, but they did announce the world championships for DOA, right? Yes, so. they did, and the, you got the information there on the whole thing. Um, I think there's a lot of money involved, if Let's I recall correctly. Here. Ninety thousand in cash prizes cool. available to them. So. Official DOA Twitter account announced that Dead or Alive World Championships is a thing. And uh, yeah, as we said, there'll be qualifier, uh, there's 90K in prizes. Qualifier events will take place in North America, Europe, and in Asia. And each region's top competitors will compete in the grand finals events, uh, grand finals event, which will take place in Japan. Uh, cool. And the uh, exact location will be announced in the future. So yeah, there you I think go. that's cool. I mean, it's, it's nice for that scene to have stuff going on like that. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's, I think that's great. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. And uh, I mean, uh, Harada even at uh, Evo Japan addressed that that he f like he's going to see what he can do about the prize money thing <laughs> in Tekken. So like I said, I'm sure Harada wanted it to be higher than that in the first yeah. place. It's not just as simple as being like, "All right, here's money." Like it's, it's the approval processes oh, yeah. and all these things like that. It's it's wild. By the way, that new uh, Street Fighter V DLC trailer came out. Uh, you know, uh, I, I actually really thought a nice editing job on that one. Oh, I agree with you. Yeah, I, as a combo video maker, I was actually kind of impressed by the little editing things in there. And Agreed. They revealed that new final, the final fight background, which that place apparently is never going to get finished constructed. No. Nope. Or anything like that, but like all the characters are in the background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, including Damned is in the background. I know Damned people is, have yeah. talked about the whistle, and they're like, "Oh, does that mean he's gonna be?" I'm sad because Sodom's in the background, so I'm like, "Does that mean he's not gonna make it in the game?" But we've had had Alex, the Alex situation, and even Hugo in Street Fighter Four. Right? There is so, precedent for it. Yeah. yeah, and since he's so prominently in the front, 
it might be easier to take them out, you know what I mean? Or so something like I feel like, yeah, I, that my read of that is that they made a model that is detailed enough that they put him right up there. Right. Like if you look at the Rolento in the back, He's a little janky, right? Yeah, yeah, the Andors yeah. are like uh, a little weird back right, there, yeah, yeah. right? Dams is like barely peeking out, but um, but uh, he is a full sawed model. He's a full sawed. Yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. he's clearly made. That makes me consider. And Abigail is at about the same distance right, back. In yeah, fact, maybe yeah. even further. And uh, wait, is Abigail in the background? Abigail's too? in the background too. He's oh, I didn't even notice all this. Oh yeah. He's, oh, I didn't even notice. Yeah. So, oh, so so when you play Abigail, he'll probably disappear from the background probably so. too. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it'll probably be like those the stages that have all okay. the four kings okay. in the back, where when okay. you play one of them, like they're not in the back yeah, anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So okay. there's no there's no problem with that. So I actually think that Sodom. That's, that actually makes it a better chance that he's. I, that's in what I think. I feel like looking at this, I'm like, I come away from it thinking, oh, Sodom. Yeah, Sodom and Abigail, I mean, sorry, Sodom and Honda, I still feel like need to be in there just for my OCD completionist sake, you know. But, damned, I think, I also find the compelling that he, the whistle shows up yeah, in the trailer yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. and that Xavier Woods played damned in the little Cody reveal trailer. Oh. So they, he's like important enough, an important enough character that they had Xavier Woods do that. Mm, maybe. Maybe. That was brought to my attention by Kerbler on Twitter. Okay, it's pretty cool. Okay, Although okay. he said that that wasn't something that Kerbler also sent us the tweet that they were like data mining some stuff and they saw something about a V skill one and a V skill two, yeah. right? So that's that's interesting. But wouldn't that be too late to add something like that by the time you get to March or something? You know, like I mean, do we even have a season four? Come on, I like honestly, I'm actually kind of frustrated by the way that it's going down and I really wish that they would announce something soon. soon well, soon, final soon. run's not too far away. Yeah, but I mean, like, Damned would be interesting, but like, if we put Damned and Sodom and Abigail and they're all in Street Fighter, it'd be just weird. Like, I, I Yeah, I wouldn't expect all of those. I wouldn't expect... I mean, if those three are in there, just put Rolento and, and Eddie E in there, you know, or E-Die or however you want to pronounce it. Just stick them all in there so every boss is there. I mean, why not? So I mean, Eddie has been in a uh, in a Street Fighter already. So he was in one of Cody's win win okay. win poses. So well, I'm as I've often talked about. I'm confused about how Saddam could be in there in an interesting and unique way. So like I said, like I just, just he's just basically preempted. Well, so that's the thing is if they put him in there, I hope they remove his grapplerness yeah, out of he's got to be way different. I, I want him to be like he was in Final Fight, which he just basically ran you yep. over like a football player. Unless they made it so that his SPD is kind of the slower jumping one. But see, Birdie's like Birdie. got that too, yeah. So if, if they just make it so that, you know, really it's about him trying to combo into the Daikyo burning the yeah. thing and then maybe play up the counters that he has a little bit and then just make it so that he just has a lot of like armored charge moves like I v, the V trigger could be like he's or maybe V skill switches weapons oh yeah actually dude even if the V trigger was you had to activate V trigger to get his SPD then it would be different enough you know what I mean so I don't yeah. know I think that's yeah. I think it's hard to do <laughs> yeah yeah we'll see but yeah that's some news Okay. So they're uh, not they're not leaving us completely in the dust. Right. But it would be nice, I agree, to get more information. Right. But uh, I mean, look, it could also be a situation that all the assets or some of the information that they know they can announce just hasn't been prepared yet. Again, same thing, red tape, all yeah. this stupid 
like people don't realize that you can't uh, you can't just run a company by going let's just do this let's just do this it's like it takes especially at a big company like Capcom it requires like nine layers of yeah. approval and all these stupid things like that like if you're an independent company if you're like melty if you're like French bread I'm sure it's just like hey let's announce this today you know even little, then there's probably like two layers of approval yeah. you know so oh the Mega Man Ryu looks kind of janky to me I don't know like because the the Mega Man Ryu and the Sakura role are them cosplaying as the characters right. as opposed to the Airman and Gutsman, right. which are just like, here they are. Gutsman it's just cool. them. Gutsman looks sick. So Mega Man looks weird because they even added all the textures to him to make it look like he's wearing a costume. Yeah. And it looks kind of like saggy and kind of gross. And so he looks more like old man box art Mega Man from Cross Tekken than he actually looks like Mega Man. Like, I would have rather just had it if they just made him Mega Man straight up. Like, to be honest with you. I mean, obviously, Sakura Roll doesn't look bad. Like, Sakura Roll looks fine. But the Mega Man one looks kind of janky to me, so. Balrog is supposed to be cosplaying? That just looks like Gutsman to me. Yeah, that doesn't look like a cosplay at all, so. Yeah. Well, anything else to discuss? Or I think that's uh, probably about it. Yeah, it's about it. That's all that I wrote we've down, been, anyway. We've been doing three hours of stuff. I mean, I probably won't have a chance. Obviously, I just want to sit here and gush about Tetris 99 and just talk about how it is the greatest game of What all. do you think about having a team aspect no, in Tetris no, 99? No, no, I think it's fine the way it is, to be honest with you. I think I like just having it just be as crazy like that. I think, I think I'm probably coming from a different position because I just wouldn't want my team to drag me down. Of course. Well, yeah, that's like any so. team game. No, I mean, that's, that's a concern that anybody has with a team game, of course. Honestly, like, if they put a mode in there, I think it would be a great idea because there's a lot of people who are beginners in Tetris who just don't stand a chance right now in this thing, and it's just like they die instantaneously. I think that'd be cool. I think, I think, that, I think if, if that were to occur, I think there really could be, like, an eSports for Tetris. Yeah. I mean, Tetris 99 right now is 100% uncommentatable right now. You just, it's just, you can't. No way to know, right? Uh, like, it's yeah, just hard, so hard uh, to do. Uh, because yeah. there's 99 screens, yeah. and what do you do? You just watch one guy. And, like, it's, like, you weird know. and stuff like that. But, dude, talk about what, like, the things that they did in the game are, like, they just did some really smart mechanics to the game that made it a lot more interestingly, uh, interesting and compelling than I thought it was going to be. And not only that, but my favorite thing about the game is that I've always been a pure Tetris player, right? I'm not about the T-spins. I'm not mm -hmm. about the four wide and all that stuff. And don't get me wrong, if you could do the T-spins, the best players out there are doing that. Yeah, they, yeah, I, saw that. I have a 45% win rate right now, but some of those guys, like Kitaro has a 60% win rate. Sky from Japan has like a 90% win rate, right? And that's because they're so good at the T-spins and stuff like that. So don't get me wrong, that, that, that stuff obviously makes you stronger even in this version, but the thing about it is all that stuff is mitigated so much by the battle royale aspect of the game. Like four wide is a great technique that you just blow away the opponent instantaneously, right? On a one-to-one, -one, four wide kills the other guy right away. Now you kill one guy and you still got 98 guys, uh, 97 guys left there still coming at you and stuff like that. So it actually turns out that the style of Tetris that I prefer, which is just getting Tetrises and playing smart and, and you know, not not that the other ways aren't smart, but just playing like the pure Tetris line method works. So like I streamed it last night and I'm literally playing it and it's so ingrained in my head that I can just like talk and like do the whole thing That's at funny, the same yeah. time. Like it's just, it's such a zone out kind of thing for me that I'm just like sitting there and just playing it. And it's, it's, it's I love the fact that that style cool. of play allows me to have the win percentage that I do. 
that you don't have to learn all the crazy things like that in the game. And I, I just think that's kind of neat. That That's encouraging for other players that they don't have to learn all this crazy DT cannon and all this other crazy stuff like that just to even compete with people. You know what I mean? And so, and then they have a lot of interesting mechanics like the junk shows up in a queue and doesn't get sent to you right away and it takes a couple of turns. Yeah, yeah. And then depending on the phase of the game, later phase of the game, the junk comes right away. Yeah. But if you clear a line, it guarantees that the junk doesn't show up before the next piece. So if you can continue to clear lines, oh, yeah, okay. the junk will never get sent to you and you keep hacking away at the stack. So even at the later games when they come and they drop right away, if you see that, you can go line clear, line clear, line clear, line clear and mitigate it and know that you have time to save yourself. They just did a lot of really smart things and Eureka developed it. So they're the same people that did the Tetris, the Grandmaster. So I'm not surprised that they did it so well. But man, for a game that came literally out of nowhere, because yeah. I was in Japan and I was and I just got yeah. like 90 tweets. They're like, so what about Tetris 99? And I'm like, what are you talking about? Like for a game that came out of nowhere, I just feel like it's like so good, so good. Anyways, it yeah. seems good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. well, anyway, <laughs> I broke my split box. I saw what happened Bummer. there. I was trying to open the top because one of the wires had come loose uh -huh. on the buttons. Uh -huh. As I was opening the top, I just I think I just pulled too hard. I wasn't pulling in the right direction, maybe. Mm, okay. And the top board split. Uh, yeah, so, I saw the crack on there. I was just like, ugh. I mean, that's that's a bummer, but it didn't didn't break so badly that I can't use it. I basically just like jammed it back down there, and I'm right. not just playing. And it's like, whatever. It's version four, and it's more lessons for version the next version, right? Yeah, it's so. three. It's, I'm gonna oh, make four. Okay, okay. And yeah, I mean, it's a good lesson. So now I like redesigned it a little bit in a better and safer way. Are you gonna try to make it out of a different material? I saw some people talking yeah, to you about acrylic. that. So acrylic. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it'll be a little more quarter inch acrylic. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. Yeah. Are you gonna do see-through acrylic or? I think so. Oh, that'd be sick. Yeah, it's either that or red. Of course, of course. Or how about a see-through red? It is a kind of a see-through. Oh, there you go. Yeah, Perfect. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm still thinking about it, but yeah, it's uh, that's. Uh, I mean, it was like it was mid-set, so I was playing online <laughs> against Mike, and like in between a game, like after a game, uh -huh, I like noticed, uh -huh. oh, okay, this button's not working. I gotta look into that. So. I, so I'm like trying to make it happen quickly in between games. Right, yeah, yeah, Because yeah. I've done, I've been able to do that in the past, and this time I just messed it see, up in you, some way. See, you messed up a different way. Now I know the truth. Okay. You were playing online, you got mad, and you punched your split box, and that's what broke you it. You got right? me, man. Because <laughs> you're, you're obviously the very emotional player of us. I the used duo to be. Here. <laughs> I used to be, but I think I, once, once I played Marvel Three, I basically got over being mad at games. Yeah. I mean, that's the it's funny because everyone sees how mad I get at fighting games, and that's like maybe a fourth to a third yeah. how mad that I used to get, and fighting games is what did it. Because, I mean, to not to do the humble brag, but it's just like before Street Fighter, I beat everybody in everything, like in every video game. Like, I just never lost with my friends and stuff like that. I was just like the best at video games. And then Street Fighter was the first time I've ever actually had to lose enough to the point that I had to get used to losing. It was a new feeling for me. Oh, yeah. Honestly, it was. So. Yeah. yeah. But that's cool, though. That's cool. Yeah. So anyway, I got some new info, and I'll be changing things up. Actually, Ludology, we're probably going to try to do that a little bit more. Yeah, uh, we're we have been talking about that. We're revamping our Patreon so that uh, basically 
uh, if you uh, sub if you sub to our Patreon, then we're gonna run lobbies with the two of us and everybody else and you know viewers and stuff like and Patreon subs and stuff like that. So into the into the lobbies and everything. So we're gonna try to work on some stuff like that at some point in time. So I'd never heard of the syndrome name best on the block, but which one? Uh, that Burning Pyre brings up. What you're talking about, best on the block syndrome, I assume what that means is that you were, oh, yeah, you were the best yeah. of your group of friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you join the larger FGC and you find out you're not actually right. good at all. But I, I mean, found that out too. But I for mean, sure. for me, it wasn't even fighting game. It was just everything. Well, that was pre-fighting games, was, I guess, right? It was everything, yeah. yeah. But for, for me, it was fighting games in the 90s. Yeah, I th a lot of people went through that, for yeah, sure. I still That's remember, good, to, good to have a name for it. I like it. I still Thank remember you. one time we went to Taiwan, and like we were visiting another family. This was back in 85, I think, or something. No, it wasn't 89 or something like that. But, you know, whatever. I was like in fifth or sixth grade at that point in time. And we went to a friend's house. Our parents took us to one of their friend's house, and they had kids, and they had a Nintendo. Mm. And they were like, oh, we're so good at it and everything. And I was like, I'm good at video games. So we had a competition. And so like we played like Ice Climber versus where we're trying to scroll the screen and knock the other guy off and everything. Destroyed him, right? They played Super Mario Brothers, and they made it to, like I think it was like 1-4 on one life. And they're like, OK, OK, OK. Without warping, I made it to like six something and one life. And so they were just sitting there watching me play. They played Excite Bike and the fifth track, which is the hard track, and they got like 18th place, and I got like first place and stuff like that. Dude, it's, it's like that was my life growing up. Like I just destroyed everybody in everything that I did, and fighting games was one of the first times that I've ever actually had to learn that I couldn't just be yeah, free the best. So. But you know, unfortunately, Tetris is back. So you know, ah. <laughs> even that, I know I'm not even close to the best because some of those yeah. other guys. Somebody's are got a ninety percent win yeah, rate. Yeah. Jeez. Uh -huh. yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess that's it for now. Yeah. But yeah, we're definitely gonna planning to stream more. Yes, and uh, playing also, video games. If you guys are watching this on YouTube, please do not forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Check us out on Twitch. Follow us on Twitch at twitch.tv slash ultrachentv, as well as twitch.tv slash jchenzor, as well as ultradavid. And, uh, I've and actually been streaming. Keeping up, uh, and then uh, we are going to be, like, as we mentioned, trying to do some more Patreon stuff in the future as well. So like and subscribe, and you know, Please uh, leave a comment uh, on the page, you know, if you guys have anything to say. So there you go. Look at you. You got the full spiel down. Trying man. to, man. Trying to. I would have totally forgotten again tonight. Yeah. This is something we've talked about. We yeah, need to do yeah, this. Yeah. Uh, and I forget uh. every night. And then when I'm, <laughs> like, driving home, I'm like, dang. Yeah. So, forgot. But definitely like and subscribe and, and leave a comment below. Is there, what do you want them to, what do you want them to, to leave a comment about below? Huh? What do you want them to leave a comment about? What do you think about? Banana passes. All right. What do you think about? Give me banana a good banana pass line. Yeah. What do you think about banana passes? As well as let us know what you want the six fate to be in Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle. There you go. Skullgirls. Sarabella. Think about how sick that would be. It's obvious. Valentine. What if you had vials? How sick would that be? It would kind of obviously be cool. What if you had? What if you had in BB tag? What if you had? the input slowdown vials. Oh, that would be, no, 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 no. So right? now, now I have right? to do the Andre the Giant gif, right? Where I'm like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like <laughs> you've gone too far, David. I think you, that's a winner. Um, we're,
We're done. <laughs> We're done. That is going too far. That is going too far. So Give me a good banana pass line. All right. That would be sick, though. Anyway, thanks, guys, thanks for, for tuning in. Peace out, everybody, and see you guys later this week on our own personal streams.